When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com covered. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to CORE. It is Friday, June 2nd, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger. And uh, it's day two of Diablo 4 being in the wild, at least if you have early access. I don't even remember yeah. what day. What's the date everybody gets it? I don't remember. Is it the 6th? Uh, it's it's yeah. like 6, 6, 23. Okay. Like next Tuesday Monday or Tuesday, yeah. I think, or something. Whatever it is. Yeah, because Sunday's the fourth, because because uh, I know that because of a thing, and then Monday fifth, yeah, so sixth, and they they went as close to the uh, the number of the beast as possible, you know, that you could do two thirds a beast, yeah, two thirds a beast, none the wiser is the old phrase. The phrase. Uh, we're all here. Here's the here's a, so a little bit of setup. Uh, Bo, this entire game is going to be continuing his journey to 100. He is going for a hardcore race to 100. If he is now okay, so I got some questions about this. Yeah, if, if yeah. you are number, what what is there like a a ceiling? So, so, to so this? the audience knows I'm literally playing right now and streaming it to the show. Right, I can't stop. We're in a race. Yeah, we're in a race. Yeah. You can't stop. Although it's the 40 plus version of the race where I do sleep at night and eat dinner. Yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> but apart from that, it's a race. Right, and you're right. How do you feel about the race so far? I feel like you're gonna you're on your. I mean, way? I'm having a good time. It's, it's definitely you know uh, a fun way to play the game. We've done a lot of seasons trying to hit leaderboards and stuff. So you know, I didn't think I was gonna want to do it, but I talked myself into it. And a few of the people I'm playing with, well, Lockvine in particular. Hmm. Uh, just you know, people are like, oh, it's your thing. Even Crofton was like, I thought you would do that. It's kind of your thing. It is your and thing. I'm like, yeah. And you said the same thing. So I was like, all right then. I wish I just didn't work the day that it started. I thought I could have a work day and then start at seven p.m. Yeah. But I went to three a.m. and I was very tired. <laughs> <laughs> Can only imagine. I mean, look, if yeah. we were all you know twenty year olds again, no problem. Let's go rock and roll. We can do this. I mean, I don't I don't feel that bad about it. It's just I shouldn't have had a work day that day. That's all. Yeah. 
but I'm good, man. Like uh, we've, I've, I've been up since nine thirty. I've been playing since nine thirty. It's seven o'clock. I think I can probably go to nut three a.m. again. Yeah, and get a good sleep in on Sunday. You know, I'm, we're level forty three right now. The top hardcore player, I think, is in the 60, 62 range, something like that. So that's the top one percent. We're trying to be the top one thousand to get a name on that little statue, maybe. I think our odds, I think there's a lot of people playing and I, I don't, you know, we're trying, but uh, I, I'm keeping my expectations realistic about Top 1,000. Okay, so that's the number you got to be in to, to be on there. And it's the statue yeah. of Lilith that's, that's in town and it's that'll agree. The statue it. of Lilith. And I think that's worldwide. So like I was, everyone's concerned about the US or the NA streamers, but I'm like, eh, Korea's probably going to have all 100 or 1,000 names on there. <laughs> sure. You know, they're pretty, they got a good, a group of people playing video games there so yeah but you never know never know well i think you're gonna but, do uh, it personally i think you guys will hit it you'll be there you'll be immortalized for all all time all digital time maybe 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 not either way it's a you know fun way to celebrate the release of diablo to play it to death for a few days and um as long as we get 100 it's not about what we earned it's about the demons we slayed along the way you know <laughs> right Exactly. But also, it's good to earn the thing you went for, if you can. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Well, I and mean, I just, plus, they're literally a death away from a reset. You yeah. know, every time somebody dies, that's that's it. Has uh, anyone in the team died or just uh, no. everyone's fine? No deaths. no deaths. Come close. There was two of us playing at one point, and we, um, we, got, uh, we got butchered. Oh, no. Uh, that's one of the biggest fears is that the butcher can appear anywhere, and the butcher slaps real hard. Yeah. Um. And we, it was intense, but we handled it. It wasn't close. But earlier today, we had a pretty close one. Uh, you know, you get these little things where everything's kind of going smooth. Then all of a sudden, your health starts to go down real fast. Mm. And you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, I've built so defensively on Barb. I have Iron Skin as an oh shit button. There's a mechanic called Fortify that provides, like, extra... <laughs> extra healing i've got tons of sources of barrier like i'm not doing that much damage i'm very defensive so mm. um, but even with all the defenses there's some, been some scary moments are even your dps's aiming to be a little more protected than normal like they're 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 yeah, favoring everyone that. here is playing like yeah. you know you read those build guides on youtube and it's like yeah these are people i mean some of them are actually playing hardcore uh, so i don't want to include everyone in it but a lot of that stuff is like, yeah, when you're not worried about death, you can, you know, build for the most output. But yeah, yeah, um, I just oh, man, I cannot imagine like built doing like a glass cannon type build if you're a sorcerer or something. And then no, just we have a sorcerer, so uh, I'll introduce the team. So I just want to shout them out because 24 hours before this thing, I was like, I'm not going to do it. And I'm like, okay, fine, let's do it. Who? But I want to do it in a group to maximize XP, and it's just fun to play with people. And three of our listeners volunteered like their whole weekend. I think one of them is probably going to be in trouble with their wife long term. Um, <laughs> long term. Yeah. That made that, that you so phrased good. that long term. Yeah. Well, you know, because I know what it is. I've been there where it's like, you know, uh, he's, he's going to play Diablo during the week. But, you know, it's, oh, this your streamer guy, streamer podcaster guy you likes playing this weekend, and you get to play with him, right? Mm. What am I, chop liver? You know, maybe something like that, right? Like, sure. I'm just like, I hope he's, I hope they're okay. Yeah, I hope so, too. I, I, I told her, I said, tell her thank you from me. That's Locke Vine, who's a listener. He's great. But tell her thank you from me. And also, Diablo only, this only happens once every 11 years. So <laughs> marriage is every day. It's forever. Like, yeah. you'll, you'll, you'll fix it, you know, if... <laughs> we only get to do this once 
And yeah. so, anyways, uh, Ziggurat, you know, he's been around uh, a lot in the Far oh, yeah. community. Long time. And we've got uh, Sean Obi, who I think you've probably seen in various chats. He's a Frog Pants community member, too. Sure. Yeah, it's the over 40 gang. I think we're all over 40. And, uh, oh, even better. I love 40 it. 40 year olds. Bunch yeah, of, yeah, bunch of working, working dudes all just trying to make life happen, and they're all playing Diablo yeah. together. It's great. Love yeah. it. Well, I'm excited for you in particular. John, I know John and I have both oh, expressed oh, excitement. Sorry. Oh, don't die. Don't die, dude. Yeah. Here's the thing about not dying. <laughs> well, see these little rocks? These rocks appear and they clamp you to them and then they spawn uh, syrup or whatever damaging syrup. shit underneath you. <laughs> and then if you get stuck in it, it's bad. Anyway, sorry. Syrup. I love it. There might be syrup. a bit of that in the show. Uh, <laughs> no worries. Minimum. Unexplained swears. I already told Bo uh, before the show started that more than anything, my number one is that I want him to get his name on the statue. Of course. That, that's like, what we want. Top tier, that yep. best case scenario, that's what I want. Yep. But if that's not going to happen, <laughs> the next level down is I want him to die during the show. During the show. <laughs> if, I, if I do it on purpose, it's not going to be stay sweet for you. Like, it has to be real. Right? Oh, it'll no, be it has real. to be yeah. real. Right. Yeah. You'll know that it's real. And I don't want it to happen. I want you to live. I, I totally I want you to live. I don't want you to die in this. I don't want you. There's no way I was ever going to do this. So I just get to live vicariously through you same. and tell everybody I know, hey, I, I co-host a show with the guy on that statue, you know? Yeah, same. I want to be a part of that in that way. I just want to know you. And here's the other thing. If you hit 99, so this is the, this to me is the scariest part. If you died now, okay, 40-something levels lost. Whatever. Yeah. Sleep it off and you'll do it again. 99 right. levels, though? And then death, that is just too much for my heart to handle. I can't deal. Man. I can't deal. Well, I mean, yeah. he'd be, especially if he was streaming when it happened, you'd be seeing a lot of him on the internet. That's, I wasn't that's for sure. I, I wasn't really in a state of mind to do this if I hadn't played hardcore WoW for a week leading up to this. So I've lost three warriors so far. <laughs> Speaking of of dying, yeah, <laughs> I gave up and I'm playing a mage. And you know what? <laughs> it's so much easier to play that game as a mage. Oh, really? Mages are doing okay in hardcore. Maybe. Yeah, you don't gotta like walk in and hit people and hang around and like take hits and like learn to use weapons and shit. You just spam frostbolt, yeah, and run Blank. away yeah. and have like all kinds of tools to run away. With. I mean, you're squishy. You can still die, but it. It's hilarious how much more money you get. You don't pay repair bills and how easy it is to kill things. Mm. So, but it, you know, I, I think dying a few times got me used to the pain a little bit, you know, I was like, yeah. Also probably prepared you a bit just for the whole concept again of like a hardcore yeah, run of yeah. something, right? Like, I don't know. I think what really did it is like, I was like, I hate bragging about this because it sounds so lame, but I was like, you know, the 250th person to kill Malthiel and Reaper, like... It's not first place, but it's like what well, on hardcore, pretty good. not just on softcore. It's like it's like oh, I actually made it then. And Diablo Three Reaper was every big as launch as this was in its time. Yeah. So I don't know. I think uh, then I was like, maybe I can do it. So we're trying. All right. Well, we're keeping an eye on it throughout the show. Yeah. Um, and for those who tune in, worried that we were going to do nothing but Diablo talk, there's more to today's show, including this quick story. Uh, I need to I tell want you guys. your impressions too, right? Oh, of course. But I got to tell you guys a quick story. All right. This is embarrassing as hell, but it happened to me. And this is as good a show to share it on as, as any. Uh, yeah. I got that little handheld Amberneck, right? And uh, we've talked mm-hmm. about that a couple weeks ago or last week. 
I think we sold like 80 of those that night. I'm so pissed I didn't <laughs> do that thing. So yeah, many. we lost a lot of money on that, man. Yeah. I swear to God. Sorry. Not that we want to make money off you like that, but... Amber Nick needs yeah. to send us uh, free stuff or something. I don't know what. I got so many messages. My Amber Nick's awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. it's nonstop. It was nonstop. I know how many. I'm, I don't even want to think about how many we sold. But anyway, um, I'm doing the whole fiddle around with the OS. I'm gonna have garlic on there. It's that's an OS, not not <laughs> yeah, the flavor. Good to clarify. I knew that, but good to clarify. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna do a bunch of like tweaking to it. Anyway, so I've been messing around with where did I just put it? That's how small these are. Is I never know where I put the damn things. But I had an SD micro SD card that's gone missing now again. Oh, there it is. So this exact micro SD card right here. Now this is a SD adapter. The micro SD is this little guy right here. Right. All right. Yeah. So he goes in there so that I can plug this into an SD adapter and then I can do stuff on the PC and copy stuff around. Uh, these micro SDs are so damn small. This thing's like a hundred and no, this is the 64 gig. I don't, I don't know where. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I have the 64 gig one and they can, if you're not being dexterous, you can flick these and go shit that's it it's gone forever <laughs> like he chose the word flick yeah it's just gone and never gonna see it again that's really the risk you run when you handle one of these at any given time of the day well sure enough i'm fiddling with this i pull it out too hard flick disappears just <laughs> gone it's not the floor it's not on the table i can't find it anywhere it's not on my shirt i'm shaking everything i checked under my hat like a dummy i'm looking all over the floor nothing i'm like well I guess I don't have that SD card anymore. Good thing I have a backup. <laughs> now, here's what's funny. Well, did you really lose one? Well, I'll, I'll explain. So that was yesterday early. Last night after logging out of Diablo, I'm going to bed or getting ready to heal anyway, and I'm upstairs. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, and I'm wearing these, like, these shorts that I like because it's hot. It's a little bit hot. And we're not turning on the AC yet. So I'm just like, oh, I'm going to wear those. So I go to take off my other pants that I've been wearing. And in the right in the center of my underwear sits a micro SD card, <laughs> right down Wait, there. Now it I was in your taint. Yes, it was down there, down under, <laughs> under, down under, just hanging out there the whole day. <laughs> I mean, I may it probably worked its way down there throughout the day because there's no way it went directly there after it flicked out of my hand and I got lost. But what probably happened is it just went over here somewhere and then got caught between the belt and the pants. Somehow worked its way in there. I walked the dog, came back. It's probably just sitting right there the whole day. Um, the best part about it is it totally works. It's still fine. But the adapter's mad for me putting a dirty, taint-ridden freaking and thing Move over uh, Neuralink, eh? We got Taint-a-Link <laughs> over here. Uh, so anyway, just be careful with your SD micro cards. They're, they're bitches. I like that you said that and you aggressively flicked it, it again. Like, careful with it. Flick it again. Yeah. How, how did like how did it get in your pants? I don't know. I honestly have no answer for you. Like did it slipped from your hands into your like the space between your shirt and your belt buckle and the only thing smaller than this is the phone SIM cards. That's the only thing tinier uh that I've ever handled before. And I gotta quit touching it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get it in your You're like, look, look how easy it is to lose. Anyway, it was real stupid and I felt like an idiot and I laughed out loud in the bathroom. My wife's like, What is wrong with you? I'm like, I'm not <laughs> even gonna tell you. That is quite a place to find something like that. I'm sorry. It's very funny. It was warm. It didn't fall in the toilet. No, no toilet. But it was warm. It, been it was like a, you could actually detect well, heat by holding it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't plug it in right away. I gave it some, I let it cool off. <laughs> he gave it a minute to 
recover. <laughs> Were you tempted to like wash it? Because you know, um, all I did was. Like, I guess it's your own taint, so it's not as gross. But like, <laughs> if it was someone else's taint, you'd definitely want to wash it. But that might not be a good idea because it's a. Yeah, I mean, I admit it's a sneak art. It's not made for washing. It's not like uh, you know they always say taste a, a switch cart. Because they taste bad, so little kids won't eat, put them in their mouths. <laughs> nope, nobody says that. Guess what? I I also have I also have a new SD card that you do not want to taste right there. Yeah. Yep. That, oh, that's your taint card. That's my taint card. <laughs> Micro taint card. Anyway, that was a fun experience. By the way, on the on the taint note, not to make everything about Diablo, but it's unbelievable the amount of enemies that are named like taint or like like tainted hoodlum or tainted man or tainted axe yep, skeleton. They're all tainted. Breath. Yep. Everything's Everything's, right. There's there's even guys with the last name of Taint, like Taintworthy and shit like that. Like, <laughs> taintworthy. Taintworthy. I'm serious. It's not a joke. That, like, you'll see how many taints there are in this game. Anyway. Oh, I have one other. Well, you know what? I will save it for when we talk about Diablo because I got I got one more thing. To, I got another thing to ask you about your current level that it does is not obvious at mine. So I'll, okay. we'll, we'll get all to right. that in a minute. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, it's not all Diablo and tank cards. It's also more than that, and we're going to do it now. We kind of know what happened with Redfall now. <laughs> oh, no. Sort of. I mean, I don't know if we really know, no, because I don't even think. Well, I didn't really look at the show notes, so you'll have to explain things to me. <laughs> no, I mean, this is a report from Jason Schreier. Yeah. He has a history, a he very get, accurate history. He gets the scoops. He tends to get the scoops. Hence the scoops. Nobody read the article because it's on Bloomberg and you have to subscribe to see it. So yeah. some other news outlets that pay for a Bloomberg subscription uh, wrote up their own pieces based on it. And that's what we're going to talk about now. Yep. Because um, nobody's paying for Bloomberg. No. So, um, so you want to give give this short of it, John. What did what did he dig up? Because it seems, I don't know, to be honest, I heard it went, that oh, sounds right. Yeah, I mean that's that's the that's the reality of it is it's something where even if it wasn't coming from the most credible source because I first thing I read was just from a, a news site I had never heard of before and even though it was a news site I didn't know I went oh that sounds right because it sounds exactly like what you would think and it is basically a case of uh prior to the Xbox buyout they decided they wanted to make a multiplayer arcane game that was the direction that was given to the team mm-hmm. and uh had a lot of people go the hell is that <laughs> and had people you know they were known for single player very narrative story games had people leave the team because they didn't want to work on a multiplayer uh arcade oh. arcane game um they had a hard time getting talent because they are another developer that is paying below what typically uh pay rates would be for those positions. And so it had a very troubled start when Microsoft acquired them. um, And this was kind of your big headline. There was a lot of internal hope that Microsoft was going to cancel the project. Oh, so it was already underway. That part I didn't understand. I thought it happened as Microsoft was taking over. I guess it was close. No, so that was one of the things that I wondered was, okay, well, what's Microsoft's role in this? Because especially as we listen to things like the the merger that's potentially coming up um, between Activision Blizzard and Microsoft and all of that, you do have to kind of wonder like, okay, well, what's going to happen when they take over? How does Microsoft handle these studios? Yeah. And that was something that, you know, you definitely wondered about, like they owned them. 
This game's bad. They have a history of good games. Is this Microsoft's fault? And it turns out in a weird sort of way, it kind of is, but not in the way you would think. So basically, they were kind of hoping that Microsoft would come in and help them out. And what ultimately happened is Microsoft came in and went, you're arcane. You got this Mm. and went completely hands off and just was like, no, you guys make your game. You guys are great game makers. Make it. And Which so you is have what a bunch of all, people it's going. What, it's what we all want, hey, we right? Help. It's what we all ask for. It's like, hey, be hands off. Let the artists and the designers do their thing. Like in this case, it turns out it was a huge mistake. But <laughs> yeah. but that's what we think we want them to do, right? Is right. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, so Microsoft ended up giving them a, a little too much freedom, and you found out that like there was maybe a lot of hope on the team that. Somebody was going to send some help because it sounds like they were understaffed. Sounds like they were having a lot of issues. Sounds like they had a lack of vision. They had people leaving. And then the hope was, well, maybe Microsoft will help us out. And Microsoft didn't. And that was actually mentioned in the Phil Spencer interview. Yeah, um, He did talk about not giving them the level of help that they needed and seeing that too late that they just let them do their own thing, which is also interesting because in that same interview, Phil Spencer did say that that is not what they're doing with Starfield, which is kind of an interesting thing to say. Cause mm. it's like, well, what are the problems that Starfield's having? Yeah. <laughs> Good that you guys are being more hands on. They're probably, what are the, what are the problems going on over there? Yeah. The issue um, there, the issue there to me is they're probably playing it because that's why that was my number one thing is like, if, Phil played it, he wouldn't approve it out the door. But like, if it's like you said, they're like, do your own thing, release it, we're good, to the point where we're not even going to test the product ourselves, then that is on um, that is on Arcane. Yeah. Because yeah. somebody there, they, they have their own quality standards. They don't have to rely on Phil. Like, if I was Phil, I'd be so mad at them right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Although it's his fault, too. Like, he... It's, his, it's Microsoft's fault for not testing it before throwing it out the door and, and sampling the product yeah. and letting it through. And then it's Arcane's fault for letting, also letting it out the door and not going to Microsoft and being like, yep, this is a failure. Like, yeah. You know, anyways. Yeah, yeah, this is something we should be learning that Microsoft should have learned about. The train is crashing you know, and everyone's blaming. When it was coming half out. the people aren't paying attention and half the people are blaming someone else. And yeah. The, or, you know. Not not taking responsibility. Yeah, it's a ugly deal. I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. Uh, the idea of them coming to them in the first place and saying make an arcane multiplayer shooter without it, without like what even is that? Like, there's no definition. What does that even mean? They don't make they multiplayer have, shooters. They make. Yeah, I guess I call into question the um, independence of a studio if if they can't pass. Like, if it truly is as independent as they say, they agreed to make the multiplayer for them. So you know. Yeah, they agreed to do it, um, but you might also say, "Well, yeah, they made the choice." But are they going to say no to Microsoft? Well, Microsoft well, isn't the one it, who you know. told them yeah. to make the Microsoft wasn't shooter. there. They were yeah. already making it. Microsoft, oh, uh, they, they had already decided. Someone there, some leadership person, decided that was the direction they wanted the next game to go. Yeah, this was before that acquisition. Then the acquisition happened. Uh, they were yeah. knee deep in it. Microsoft's like, you're you're arcane. You're like one of the jewels in the crown of the acquisition. We feel pretty good about you guys. Just keep on making games. <laughs> and took off. 
So, so it's in, in not a way, that Microsoft has no culpability in this, but it is interesting because I think it's easy to make the assumption that like, oh, they came in and pushed a product that was bad or that yeah. they ruined it or they tampered with it. But it sounds like, according to this at least, um, that that was not the case, that it was a troubled project and the issue is they didn't offer the resources to help fix it before it was too late and like now we're now we're putting it out. Yeah. Um I'm personally of the mind it's never too late. Like I do think at a certain point you have to say like we need to protect our brand. We can't put it out like this. You release one of those oh so popular uh apology JPEGs on Twitter and you say we're going back to the drawing board and then you're Microsoft and you throw those resources behind it. Um, I have yeah. no doubt they knew prior to this game coming out that it was a lemon. I, I have zero doubt. Now, they might tell you like, oh, well, it was too late. But I, to me, there is no too late. You do what you need to do to put out a good game. Yeah, I think it's like it's worse to do stuff like that because it's reputational harm. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, to the brand and the company and um they can save on marketing marketing is like super expensive right isn't it like yeah i don't know how much yeah, they did yeah. here I they did a take, lot of you take a bath on a game that doesn't come out rather than uh suffer reputational damage and pay twice as much in uh, financial penalty yeah how's that going there by the way you're oh i see but okay i'm in the onyx watchtower right all right and, and is this a repeatable dungeon you're doing just curious uh, no, we're doing strongholds because it's not really um, like a campaign content. Yeah, and uh, we gotta, you know, they they open up dungeons and shit, so they're they're just a little dangerous because there's elites and high level dudes, right? Um, which Ooh. on hardcore is rough, and I need some gear upgrades for sure. I just watched you get hit really hard. Um, all right, we'll keep checking <laughs> in on Scott's that. On the edge of his seat. Uh, my my only sad thing is I was going to point it out and I needed to pick a, a good time to do it, but now Bo has corrected it and I'm yeah. a little sad. Is you could tell earlier the volume was a little high on what he was doing, yeah. so he actually had that field reporter tone whenever he talked. <laughs> oh, he was, was doing yelling? just a slightly louder than normal talk, where it was just sort of like, "Yes, Scott, I'm in the field here uh, yeah. outside the yeah, gates yeah, yeah. of Tristram," yeah. and uh, <laughs> definitely demons. get that feeling. Yeah, we're here at the uh, scene of the crime. We know that we know know, know a lot. But burp, burp, burp. like you, you definitely took on that persona. I, I hope that deepens as the show continues today. Well, yeah, and mainly it's out of anxiety over trying not to die. Depending on how, on what's going on on my end. Yeah. <laughs> could, yeah. I mean, I hope that I'm calm and perfectly okay the whole time. That's my goal. Yeah. But I know you guys are rooting f for <laughs> excitement. <laughs> no, I mean, I'll take whatever. No, I mean, no ultimately, we want you to win. Yeah. Secondarily, if you died, we just wanted to be here. That's all. That's okay. All. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Just like if I died in real life, I'd like it to be here on a, on a court <laughs> no, episode. Let's just like right here on the air. <laughs> That's awful. I like I wouldn't know what to do and then I'd probably get canceled cuz people would be like, "You see that clip where Scott dies you on the show and John just looks awkward and then hangs up the call?" <laughs> uh, yeah. We don't have that a good would be terrible. We don't dude. have a good you exit strategy that. if somebody on a stream dies. I don't have a good plan. Like if I don't wanted... know what to do. I would yeah, be like, you should, "Maybe you should give us Kim's number maybe." Mm. Wait, I don't mean just me, other, though. If should, one of you died, same thing. I'd be, we, I don't yeah, know Yeah, we should I'd have them. Every workplace I've been at has an emergency call list. We should probably make one. It's only been, yeah. how many, it's been almost 10 years? Mm -hmm. No. I'm working on it. 
We're close to 10 years anyway, so we should have an emergency call list, guys. 2014, I started doing those uh, NVIDIA things I think we 2015. We're at eight years. Yeah, but that stuff eight. I did with John with NVIDIA, that was 2014. Oh, if I, if yeah, I count before true. that, we were rating before that, but like content, content, 2014. I mean, yeah. I think I've been listening to you, Scott, for like 15 at this point now. Yeah. Maybe. I've been listening Something to myself like for way too long. Way, way too long. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to what we played. Not, of course, just what we've played, but what we're playing, because Bo's playing it right now. Both John and I wish we were playing it. Everybody in the world wants to be playing it, and a whole lot of you are, and successfully, Especially my PlayStation dad. 5 owners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's a weird thing. That's a weird... Uh, it's kind of outside the game glitch, though, right? It's like a weird... Yeah, it's it, a conspiracy. Ziggurat told me. So it must it's be hard true. to say who's... Uh, aren't both of them blaming each other to a degree like mm-hmm. isn't it like oh, this is a weird thing going on on blizzard's end and blizzard's like this is a weird thing going on in the playstation store end but yeah either way blizzard uh, acknowledges the diablo 4 psn issue preventing access but no but they haven't really said whose fault it is or what's going on it basically well, is saying conspiracy, Scott. it's microsoft that's trying to it's retaliation for call of, <laughs> call of duty and all that. Final Fantasy. Oh, great yeah. wonderful yeah i i uh when I heard about that, I was like, oh, there's problems? Because so far, things had seemed really good. Like, For an solid. online, always online game, I cannot think of a smoother launch than what we've seen with Diablo 4. Not yeah. to say it's been issue-free, but I logged in with barely an EQ, and I was able to play, and I never once got well, no, that's not true. I did have one disconnect, and I had one crash. So I've had and none that, of that so far. But I haven't played I've, quite as long as you, so that's that's one thing. But like, um, I, I think the worst thing I've seen was a less than a minute queue when I first got in the game, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. I had I had a couple minutes at the start, and and that was it. And so, all in all, you know, for anybody that's ever done an MMO launch or remembers Diablo three. Holy shit. <laughs> like, this is a big difference. Because let me Huge. tell you, Diablo 3, Bo wouldn't be playing this game on stream right now. Nope. We'd be sitting around talking about, what was it, Error 34? 34, 37, something like that. Error, it was in the 30s. Error something. Yep. Yeah. It sucked. Weeks of that. Yeah. yeah, that was bad. I think they really prioritized that uh, for launch. I think that was an important thing for them just because of that history. They did not want that to come back. Failures on Blizzard's level of notoriety become memes for all mankind forever. And they don't want that. <laughs> like no one will ever forget air 30. Well, I guess we forgot what number it is, but no, air 30, whatever it is. I don't remember. No. Yeah. Oh, I found Brigadine Barden guys. Who's that? Tell us about my That's awesome. That was a good, shouldn't you have mounts by now, by the way? Hey, I got mounts, but I found some barding for it. Can you, can you mount after this group? moment? Uh, just hang on. I'm fighting uh, marauders. Yeah, after this group, mount up. I just haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen anybody mount anything in the game. You get it at the start of Act 4, <laughs> so you know how long. It takes a while. Yeah, because like level, what is it, 25 or something? But is it story-gated like too? It's a, I, thought, I think it's like story-gated in it's Act story 4, right? Yeah, yeah, oh. Act 4, beginning of Act 4. I found okay. a pale tongue too, man. A pale tongue? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, look at you. Just there you go. The Looking good, too. dude. Look at that. Oh, and look at what you're going to give me a few seconds. 
Yeah. Watch this. Every every class gets a smash, oh, jump off the nice. horse and attack. Every oh, class is different. Nice. That's cool. I think I knew that, but I hadn't seen it. That's awesome. Uh, all right. Well, that solves a, a problem there. Uh, Diablo 4 is out and seems to be successfully out. Like, um, most stable Blizzard launches. Yeah. That's what we were kind of saying. Like, yeah. I haven't. I have a bit of rubber banding, but mostly I have nothing but compliments for my hardcore experience. It's fine. Yeah, I haven't even seen a rubber band yet. I'm sure I'll run into it at some point. Um, and the one area that I had a glitch in the beta, I didn't have at all. A lot of the glitchy stuff from the beta was gone. It's polished as hell. Yeah. It sounds There's, amazing. We had a, we've had a few bugs where uh, we finished killing a boss, but it wouldn't give us credit. And we had to do it a couple times, log in, log out. That's happened two times. Well, that's a bummer. Very minor. Yeah, nothing game-breaking. It's game-breaking, but, you know, we were able to fix it. Um, the other thing is if you play hardcore, there's a special elixir you get called, uh, uh, what's it called? Weak elixir. No. Wait, I don't have one? They're consumable, so. Oh, shit. If you drink through it, probably drink I might have it. actually consumed it. I have, I have to go make one. Elixir of death evasion. Mm. It's cheat death. You drink it, you get death evasion for 30 minutes. But the game gives it to you right at level one, right? Like at level one, the recipe drops, which is fine. However, throughout the whole game, if you don't have one in your inventory, the game will keep dropping it for you. So like Ziggurat has got, he'll just drop like 50 recipes. Like here, he's (laughs) dropping them on the ground now. Oh my gosh. Like he just keeps picking them up because it keeps dropping. It's like a hugely annoying bug. Like I got one in my inventory because it'll just keep dropping if I don't keep it in my freaking inventory. It's so annoying. Weird. Well, pretty Anyways. minor stuff, though, um, considering. Yeah, all said and done. That's kind of funny. It's me-me almost. But, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, my my quick impressions, just to throw it around the table here a little bit, uh, I did less beta stuff because I wanted to save it. I don't. I didn't care as much about the rewards as I did poking my head in there and going, ah, I like this, and then knowing that I was going to like it, and then just patiently waiting for June 1st. So that's what I did. And in my... I've probably only played five and a half hours so far. Um, and you didn't know beta, right? Like barely any. I did some. I didn't do none, but I did some. I didn't go all the. I didn't finish Act One. And I remember you played 25. a bit. I remember you saying, uh, "Yeah, it's good. I know. I know. I'm gonna like it." So yeah, that's it. I tend to be that way, way with all betas. I really just don't play on betas. But um, today, uh, I will. Oh, it's after. I'll be. I'll finish it after the show. I've done most of the work on it, but I've got my Steam Deck already to work with it, which I'm very excited about. So yeah, I, one of our players is playing on controller as well. Oh, nice. Um, so. In fact, that's the other thing I was going to say. Um, people have been talking about it in the chat a little bit. I may as well make a, a mention here. I realize there's still a, a weird tribalness about keyboards, mice, and, and controllers and things. Um, I am using controller on PC for a reason. The reason I'm doing it is I'm going to end up with this game on probably Series X, possibly PS5, depending on which one I end up getting it for. And I'll be playing it on my Steam Deck. All of that will be shared content, shared save, shared everything. And I want shared muscle memory. I just want to kind of be the same across the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to jump back and forth. And I think the controller integration, as I said back in the beta, I'll say it again, I think is extremely good this time around. They really, really nail it. And it feels great. And I'm super happy in there with it. So that is the way I'm playing and I'm having a great time with it. Um, I started with Necro. He is level 17, 18, something, not super far. Did a couple of dungeons. Haven't seen the butcher this time. Um, what else? I'm impressed with everything about it. It's polished as hell. The voice acting's great. The story so far is good. The 
you know, these flashback dream moments that he has when he finds all the all the skin petals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love love how they handled that. I think it's very cool how that stuff's handled in game and I'm just having a great time. It's just Diablo's back and it just feels great. So I have nothing bad to say. And I'm not that far. Maybe I get to Act 3 and go, what the hell is this? But I don't think so. I have a feeling I'm going to be enjoying it all the way through. And also, by the way, I'm not looking at any kind of build guides. I want to experience talents for the first time with the Necro. And I want to do that organically and change my mind and switch things around as I go. That's how I'm playing the game. And I'm not, I'm not going... I'm not doing any kind of hardcore anything. I'm just going to build this character out. I'm going to hit level 100 with it and I'm going to I'm going to see what end game looks like with that and then work on other characters from there outside of the campaign. But I'm loving it. It's so good. John, your take. Yours the one is I'm most interested in not not because I think we all are enjoying Diablo, but I know Bo Bo is clearly immersed in it. He's up to his neck in it. I knew I was going to be loving and loving everything about it, but you've held some skepticisms yeah. and I'm curious about how all that stuff's holding up on the vine there. What do you uh, think? Very much. Uh, so I have not gotten past what was available in the beta. I'm taking okay. my time. I'm going through very slowly I'm listening to all the dialogue. I'm reading anything that I come across. That's a, a reedy, although there's a shocking amount of like purely like stuff that you would normally think is going to be just, uh, something you read uh, still has a voice actor tied to it, reading it oftentimes. Yeah, right. So um, it's, it's actually kind of nice to have, but um, so I haven't seen much beyond the scope of what was there in the beta. The store is in there. That's something that obviously a lot of people are concerned about. Um, you wouldn't know it. It is not being aggressive with, pop-ups this isn't like diablo immortal where you get done with your first dungeon mm-hmm. and it convinces you or tries to convince you to spend money on best deal currency or anything like that it is a is a menu on the home screen and it is a menu on the menu screen now they do the the closest it gets to being intrusive is it does do the uh, discord notification icon that like hey there's something new over here uh, that seems to always be up, even though I have looked at the store and nothing changed in there. It still kind of flags it as uh, here's something of interest, but it is not hard to ignore, um, to, right. to be honest. And the stuff in there, you know, it's hard to say. I, I've kind of always said when it comes to the microtransactions and stuff like that, you're going to know if you're getting taken advantage of. I'll tell you the prices are very high, but whether or not the armor that they're selling is cooler than the armor in the game we're going to know that by the end. I will tell you that some of the armor they're selling looks an awful lot like armor that I have found in the game. Yeah. Like I was looking through it and I was like, oh, what's there for the rogue? And I saw something. I was like, oh, that kind of looks like a cool plague doctor bit of business. And I was like, okay, well, that makes sense. I found armor for the rogue in game that looks like a cool plague doctor bit of business. So it is not... It is not a case of all the cool stuff, at least so far, is hidden in the store. Um, And it is purely cosmetic gear uh, that is in there right now. Obviously, all this could change. But right now, um, store was one of my major concerns. And so far, it has not been too intrusive or too problematic. Uh, The other thing that was a major concern for me was what is the multiplayer component going to do? Because I very much like a solo Diablo experience. Not all the time. I do like to play with friends as well, but for me, and I know you're this way too, Scott, Same, where it's yeah. like, 
I want to go in, I want to just zone out, and I want to do my thing and just play the game by myself. And even though there are other people running around, I have found that the game is very intelligent about where it makes that happen, and it tends to be at very logical points and at places where you wouldn't mind seeing other players. Or I have even found myself thinking, boy, it sure would be nice if somebody else would come along and help me with this. You know, yeah. get in a big fight sure. with a boss monster, they put a time limit on something, you're like, come on, where's the other people? You could come lend a damn hand, people. Like You can be around. You should help. Sure. Um, so I, I've actually found myself, instead of wishing I didn't see other people, I have found myself more wishing to see other people at times, which... Uh, is the right side of that to be for somebody who was concerned about it. So I will say this game is alleviating kind of all my concerns on that front. I'm still not the the biggest fan of the washed out art style for it, but it is not so terrible that I'm, I'm hating it. I just, it is noticeable. I don't think it looks particularly great, but I, I, it's not so bad that I'm like, Oh, this game is so ugly. Like the game looks good, um, it plays very good. It you know plays like Diablo, so there are some little like nitpicks that I could throw out. I wish gear was a little easier to show whether it's good or not. Like it does that thing of flagging gear is better simply because the armor class is higher, and it's like come on, in this day and age, you don't have a way to more intelligently label gear to show what's better or not. Um, I'm also a longtime user of the overlay map in Diablo games, which this game does not possess, and it seems baffling to me that they haven't done that. It's a little um, awkward and needs improvement. I don't sure. mind it because it gives me the option to put a pin down, and if I see a big open area I haven't explored yet, I'll pop a pin down, and then I will go explore everything leading to that. I, I, so I agree. That that's me. great for the open world when you need to get from point A to point B, and I think that's a decent middle ground, but... If I'm exploring a dungeon, I'm not dropping a pin in a dungeon. You know what I mean? Like, I I want that map to generate and not have to stop, tab open, look at the map, look where I need to go. I just would rather have it be on the screen. So these are things that could be easily fixed. These are things that are not deal breakers for me. It's not like I'm not going to play Diablo 4 because the overlay map doesn't exist. Um, So... They're they're tiny, tiny things. Um, I'm playing a rogue is what I landed on. Big shock Mm -hmm. to everybody. But I'll say this. uh, So one of my big complaints coming out of the beta was that I didn't think melee rogue was very fun. I'm playing a melee rogue and I'm having a great time with it. So I don't know if that's a result of class tuning and changes or if it's just it is working better for me than it was in the beta. But um, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Uh, It's a it's a great build. It feels very bursty. and yeah, the game's just killing it. It's it's hitting on all those Diablo notes. I think it's going to get even stronger once I get out of content I've already seen. Because unlike Scott, I did overplay the beta a little bit. So mm. right now, like even side quests I'm doing, I'm thinking, oh, I saw that. Um, but it's uh, it's really really solid, and uh, I'm I'm loving it. Yeah. It's great. It's Diablo, man. I feel like it's ambitious as hell. I think the reviews are are indicative of what this thing is. It's just a it's a beast, and it's more ambitious than I even than it even felt in the beta. And part of that was the beta had 
big walls in it. You'd go to the main map and it would say, you can't go up here and do this yet. You can't go over here and do this yet. Like there's a lot of these like markers of, of yeah. a game that's not quite finished. And to have it be done, even though I am not far enough to see everything yet, it feels like I have got a ton of shit to do. And I got to say, yeah. the map is huge. Yeah, it's, it's gigantic. as huge as we were expecting. Like it, it, even with the horses, it just feels like there's a lot of terrain. Like, and uh, I, one wonders what they'll do to add on to it eventually to make it even larger, potentially. Like, just based on how things sort of look, there's like dead ends and stuff. And mm-hmm. I think those don't get filled into later. You know, if like in each new season, there'll be a new quest and a new area or, but there's a lot going on on that map. Yeah. Like you're absolutely right. There's a lot to keep someone busy playing this game. Tons of stuff. So do you, what would you add, Bo? I mean, you've played the most and you've been, you've seen the most. I mean, are, I mean I'm, uh, I'm very tunnel visioned on the event. So I haven't really been like, I've been skipping all cutscenes. Even though I'm in Act 4, I have no idea what's going on in the story because um, we're racing through it. Um, and, like, I have an idea, but it's still, like, honestly kind of up in the air. <laughs> um, but I would say, like, this definitely has, if you've played Lost Dark, it's definitely, like, that kind of overworld versus hitting dungeons, um, except less annoying collecting. Like, the collecting's reasonable in the way you'd hope for a Diablo game, you know, just... Uh, collecting is like killing all the dungeons and you know doing fun things not stupid seek makoko seeds or whatever it's none of that shit mm-hmm. the altars are the only thing and those are actually fun to get um but also it's uh the set pieces that well that i've experienced are good um i don't think they're as creative or out there as lost ark but overall like i'd say it's pretty it's a lot like that and if they do plan on supporting it long term one can kind of hope that this game will actually see a lot of content down the pipeline. You know, I was kind of like last week, oh, this game's going to be dead in a year when sales don't do good. But I think sales are going to do pretty well. Looks like everyone's review scores got bumped up. And like I said, it's a solid 10 of a video game. I don't know if you like video games and it's 2023. Like, obviously, you can always ask for more. But I, I don't really see how you could ask a company to, to do better than this in the ARPG genre even if it isn't for you or the stuff you don't like about it it's like it's a full effort like this you can appreciate it as like a really good effort uh to make a solid video game so well um what i also Play think it. after seeing what i've seen what little i've seen um in 17 or 18 levels is how how much potential there is for the long tail and it feels like a lot of stuff has been considered. Um, the fact that you're going out and clicking on stuff and going, oh, this rock opens up and gives me something I can build something out of. It's a very early experience in the game. And you realize, oh, okay, so the crafting is deeper. How how things will work in that regard is deeper. And also when I go to my first town and I talk to the, um, the uh, uh, I can't think of what you call them, also the blacksmith for the first time. And you realize, oh, I don't have to go through a bunch of progress to unlock what he can do for me. He can just do right. what he does for me. He he can he can take my trash and turn it into items or you know in, into uh, stuff I need for later, mats and whatever. He can repair right now. He can do all these things like right now. Just go ahead and do it. It makes those towns feel more lived in. It makes it feel less like well, Tristram's just this little hub where you go and you know, burn all your, all your goods. It's, it just feels like everything is living and moving and happening. 
and that mm. that means that the game's future is a lot more of that as they keep building on the game. One of the things I think, I don't know yet for sure, for a fact, and I don't want to lead myself into false hope, as is often a trap with Blizzard, um, because it's so good, and you have all these dreams about the future that don't come true. But um, Path of Exile, very much, you know, I think it only had, when I first played, like three or four acts, and they're up to ten acts at this point, right? And given the way the game's played out, I have a... I don't know for sure yet, and when I finish and see all the content, I'll have a better sense maybe, but, and we might know soon enough with season one, I have a feeling this is like a World of Warcraft situation, that the full game is not here on launch, that like, there might be acts in the future that are added on that are important to the overall story, uh, and I just say that based on the pace of what's happened and what to expect from a Diablo-like game, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, every mainline Diablo game, you fight Diablo. And I'm not sure if that happens. It's going to happen right away at launch. I don't know. And I've, I've kept myself spoiler-free on the story for the most part. So yeah. I didn't read reviews. So are you, are you since you're this but far I along... I think there'll be more story content to enjoy later, I guess is what I'm saying. How much of this... I mean, have- I, I hope there is to a degree, although that... Like it depends on how it's executed. Like there's there's multiple ways of doing that, and one of those I hate, and one of those I'm okay with. And uh, I'll tell you when I get to the end. But um, that's that can be. They want people to buy those battle passes, John. You know. I know. No. Yeah, they do. I think I think if you wanted to make the strongest case possible to get people to buy battle passes, you don't launch with your whole game. I yeah. think that's silly. You don't. You think that's eventually bad. you'll get the whole game and you'll get your. You know, you never have to buy a battle pass. Yeah, but, but if they do that, I, I, that my review will change. You're, I was going to say <laughs> John's tone. Will I will change. go from very much into this game to very much not into this game. Yeah. It just depends how it feels. Like there is, and we've talked about this a little bit. There's what the if World both Warcraft happen? method. Uh, of telling a, a story, and there is the Final Fantasy fourteen way of telling a story. If they do the World of Warcraft one, you're going to hear a lot of complaining out of John. They yeah. do what Final Fantasy fourteen does. Fine by Sorry, me. what's the difference? Like, aren't you, don't they release story in the ex- in updates as well? They do, but the difference is, is when you buy the game, you get a complete story. It completes. Okay, so the base game is still satisfying. Yes. So what You're if not that waiting here? for months on a cliffhanger to find out? You know, like the premise of Wrath of the Lich King is to fight the Lich King, right? So when you, right. if if Wrath of the Lich King was a Final Fantasy expansion, you would fight Arthas most likely. Um, it isn't always this case. Sometimes things happen, yeah. but most likely you would be fighting Arthas at the end of the base game that you bought and paid for. And then there would be hanging threads. Like maybe you would have gotten a hint about weird stuff happening in Ulduar. And that would be your first content expansion. Uh, You know, so that stuff I'm okay with, but if I feel like I bought a game, especially a $70 game more than that, because I'm playing early and I didn't get a complete story, then I do have a problem with that. Right. Okay. All right. I, I have a feeling it might be along the lines of World of Warcraft, but I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to um, make anyone feel something based on conjecture. Like I said, I've been skipping all the cutscenes, so I have. I have zero clue actually. What's the co- I have a clue, but I have not a lot of clue about 
what's going on with the story. It's just pacing wise, it feels like pretty epic in scope, and I'm in Act Four, like or Act Five, sorry. So I'm thinking I th- there's only five or six acts, I think, and maybe there's more. I don't know. Are you worried that you're going to burn out on yeah. it, though, a little bit with all you're doing? Enough? Um, I'm not worried about it because I've been enjoying Hardcore WoW, and I, I'd be lying to say if I wasn't still thinking about it, honestly. <laughs> um, so, you know, if I get tired of it, I feel like Hardcore WoW has been an enjoyable game to stream. Uh, when I stream this game, I don't really interact with my chat that much. You know, I find, like, that's kind of a fun part about WoW. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'd be sad, but I don't, I'm not worried. This game's yeah. pretty fun. Do you think that, you know, when you get done with this, uh, yeah. you know, for good or for bad, for weal or for woe, uh, when you get to the end and you say, well, now I'd love to know what the story was about. Is it going to um, feel good to go back and do that? Or are you going to be YouTubing it? I th- Right now, I think right now I would tell you it would feel good to go back because I'm really having a good time playing the game. But I don't know. If it becomes one of those, like Path of Exile, you know, log in every three three to six months and finish the game again, I may want to do other things in my life, you know, given how short it is, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, particularly, Baldur's Gate comes out in three months, and I've got three play sessions of that scheduled, one with you guys, one with Mike and Crofton, and a solo one at minimum. So, you know... I've got other things to do, so I don't really want to come back to this game, I think, that often. But I'm not mad that others would, I guess, because that happens with a lot of games, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, this uh, I guess what I'm saying when I asked you the question in the first place was just I, I went out of my way. Having played so much Diablo in my life, I went out of my way during the beta to not overdo it and yeah. knew that, all right, I'm in, I'm locked in, so I'm just going to play this when it comes out. And I and I didn't want to do like we did with Overwatch, where we were just like, oh, we we played a lot before that thing launched. We were beta mm-hmm. testers extraordinaire, and I Hell and yeah. I, that was part of my falling off of that game, at least initially. And so I'm not saying these are the same things. I feel like this game has a different kind of trajectory. There's a lot, lot, a lot of differences here. So I'm not really comparing them apples to apples, but. Yeah. Anyway, I hope what I, uh, I feel know. like I definitely want to play a second time, Scott, because I need to smell the roses. Mm. Playing the way that I'm playing, I'm skipping a lot of cool stuff, and it hurts a little bit. Yeah, because there's actually some pretty cool shit in this game, and I'm like speeding through all of it, and it, you know, it's it's its own kind of fun. But I have to play this a second time. Yeah, so, <laughs> at minimum, another <laughs> I'm getting another go out of this. <laughs> sure. Well, I. Uh... I really hope that um, we next week we tune in and we go, yeah, we still like Diablo a lot. And then we don't end up smacking against the wall going, oh, we've seen it all. We've done all we need to do. We don't like it <laughs> I mean, anymore. Yeah, Got to find out. So far, it's it's good. And I mean, here's the truth is even if I get to the end and I go, oh, they really shat the bed with the way they're doing story rollout by the end, uh, I'm probably going to get what for me would be $70 worth out of the game. You know, mm-hmm. like even if I'm ultimately left disappointed by something, it could be anything. Mm-hmm. You know, the rogue's maybe, pretty good, right? Maybe don't like, even like end game. I'm having a good time and I've already invested a ton of hours into it. I, you know, I've spent more for less. Um, so it just sort of depends on, 
on how you feel about that. I don't think there's going to be a world where even if I don't like decisions made, I go, well, that was a complete waste of money. Um, I know I like the game enough to not feel that way about it. Right. Well, uh, more on it soon. It's just great. That's, I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I'm playing after we're done tonight. Hell yeah. <laughs> I know you are, yeah. Bo, cause you gotta get, you're, you're on a race <laughs> and I'm rooting for it. And if you guys aren't watching him over on Bo Schwartz on Twitch, uh, that you can see his, uh, his progression with his team toward this amazing goal, which I believe he will hit go long enough. You're going to get it uh, real quick. Just a note to the chat. We have like a total spammer in the chat and um, what he's doing. I've banned him like eight times. He's coming off of like 10 accounts. I don't know how he's doing this, but what's this spamming? I'm not, I'm not watching. I'm too busy playing hardcore for your spam. He's just, well, now you're giving him encouragement by talking about it. Well, I'm just going to ignore him. Cause it doesn't bother me, but I just wanted to say, I'm sorry, Chad. I don't, I don't, I can't, I can't, if the guy's got a hundred accounts, I don't know how you stop him. I've seen this before. It's a, it's a weird thing. Anyway, chat rooms, yeah. sometimes they're a hell of a thing. All right. Uh, outside of Diablo, uh, Diablo is all I've thought about, but outside of Diablo, I did play some other stuff, all of it before Diablo became available to me. So I'll start with the one that, uh, I found the most delightful this week. And I hope other people give it a shot. It's a game called Bat Boy. B A T B O I. Bat Boy. Now, no licensing s- issues on this. Is that, it's not t- owned by DC. No, which uh, <laughs> as far as <laughs> as far as I know, it's not. And the reason it is is in the game, he is not a he's not a Batman type character. He is a guy with a bat. Like a li- yeah. not a and not a living. It's bat. not that weird for me to say, right? There's a bat girl. They don't call her bat woman. Is it bat woman or bat girl? They have bat girl and bat woman. Those two different people. They didn't. They didn't think to trademark bat boy. <laughs> it's a good point. I don't know honestly. We're how they got idiots. Away with it. Oh my god. I don't know how they got away with it, but it's this this weird little game. I would like you to think about what Shovel Knight was, which was like this throwback NES looking thing. And everyone loved Shovel Knight because it was, in some ways, it was like, here's some modern ideas, but this is how it would play in 1987 if you had it on a Nintendo Entertainment System. This is a lot like that. And, um, <clears throat> man, I had fun with this. This currently is sitting at a, a overwhelmingly positive reviews on Steam. I think it deserves it. Um, I played enough to know two things. One, it's very fun, and the bat mechanic is very fun. You're whacking stuff with your bat all the time. Plays like a, you know, a bit of a, oh, I don't know if I'd say Metroidvania, maybe more, um, oh gosh, I don't even know. Mega Man, maybe, I guess. Oh, Um, but it's got some, some interesting puzzle mechanics. You use the bat to do a lot of stuff. It's hard as nails. Um, and that's the part that is most throwbacky about it. It feels like a game that was hard on that, uh, on the, in the eight bit era and you had to keep whacking at it to beat it. Um, I am not great at this game, but I I can tell as I play it that it's good, and I, I really like it. So again, this game is called Bat Boy. It's worth playing. You're a guy with a bat. You're punching dudes and hitting them with a bat. <laughs> That's basically it. And you're platforming and you're finding secrets and you know, doing cool combos. To your bat, like, yeah. What's the bat part of things? Uh, the bat part is just a bat. You just hit. You just got a bat. Oh, okay. He's Bat Boy. Yeah. I feel like it. 
The way you describe it, maybe it has like a kick-ass aesthetic a little bit, or that kind of attitude. About sort of. You know. I don't even know what to compare it to. It's got a 90s kind of thing. It's like Shovel Knight, but instead of uh, Shovel, he's the bat. Yeah, think right, of Shovel right, Knight, right. but here's a guy with a bat. It's it's definitely that sort of thing. And I think it does it really well. Um, this boss he just beat on video that we're watching right now, that took me way longer than this guy. So that tells you a little bit about me, I suppose. Uh, but it's available now, Bat Boy, on Steam. I think it's coming some other stuff if it isn't already. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine. A new kind of Chromebook. Let's also talk about a little game called Miasma Chronicles or Miasma. I don't know which is which way you say that. Does anyone know how you pronounce uh, Miasma? I, I would say Miasma. Miasma. Okay. I wanted to run, but Miasma. <laughs> I wanted to be the fastest kid in school today, but Miasma. Um, <laughs> sorry, I got to pull it up here. This is a game that I think you two would like, with one exception, and I'll get to that in a second. My um, my mom asked me why I'm I'm why I'm I don't really quite know how to formulate it. Kind of thing. <laughs> I was like, hold on, guys, hold on. Yeah, I got on. it. My mom up. asked me what hurts, and I said my asthma. Oh, my asthma. <laughs> my asthma. Wow. Wow. I got you. Go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you? there. I got there. You got there eventually, and I'm still not sure it was great, but I, I appreciated the journey. <laughs> um, you guys remember that um, mutant game with the fro- the, the, the life-size looking frogs and ducks and stuff? <laughs> What's that called? <laughs> Shit. Hold on. I'm frogs and to... ducks, life-size mutant? Yeah. Hold on a second. It was called Kirby? Mutant Year Zero. <laughs> there it is. Mutant Year, mutant year, mutant year Zero. Do you remember this at all? Oh, Road yeah, to yeah, Eden? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll put that up for a second. It's basically like sneaking around this 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 weird irradiated post-apocalyptic future, but you're doing it in the form of like a team that's like one guy's a duck, like a mallard duck, but he's got legs and he wears clothes and he's just like a full-grown grown human-sized duck. And then there's like a frog and there's a pig and they have different abilities or whatever. It's this company making this. Mutineer Zero Road to Eden was the game. This new game is called the Miasma Chronicles or Miasma Chronicles. And it starts with a kid and a robot. And you start going through this destroyed old world and fighting shit on your way in XCOM 1 and 2 style. Turn-based, hide-behind shit, percentage hits, uh, beef up your dudes at the base, that kind of stuff, right? Very much one of those games. Here's what I concerned you might not like because the combat feels great and this runs great on steam deck runs great on pc it's a great game had a blast with it uh, make your own characters or is it like named characters uh to start with named characters but that may change because i'm not that so far they decided to name this main character elvis yeah his name is elvis and elvis this is a great name i know ro- an elvis his robot is named Diggs, and his robots jive talking <laughs> and uh-huh. elvis is I need to get back to my mom. Just a lot of really bad lines like that. Okay. Um, I don't know how to explain it. And I didn't bring, I should have brought some audio. I'm a little bummed out that the story sounds like it was written by a dog. It's just kind of bad. 
Um, or at least it it just comes off as childish a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to explain. Whereas everything you're looking at and you're doing is kind of badass and cool looking. And you got to deal with these. This miasma is actually this thing that's infecting the world. You're trying to avoid it and stop it and make it collapse. And you do that throughout the story. You get better at doing it. Like there's a lot of really neat concepts happening. Um, but when they talk, the robot's like, hey, man, there's another enemy up ahead. You want to see what we can do to take this guy on? Shit. You know, just this kind of stuff. Oh, boy. And then Elvis is like, oh, I don't know. I just kind of want to find my mom. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I'm not doing a great job of explaining story, it. Story not doing it for you. No, it like. it's not. Okay. Uh, at least not so far. And it's in early access to this call. It's just, just kind of like a wholesome young duck. Was he a duck or a frog? No, that's the last game. The oh, other one I was talking he's about. A, he's a human. He's a human. He's a human boy. We always switch from mutant to zero. <laughs> yeah. So we're talking. I'm getting real confused. It's all right. Like- you're, you're playing Diablo. It's how it's supposed to be. It's what we okay, expected. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Anyway, so it's fun. And the combat part of it is the funnest part. So I guess what I would say to people is this. It's an early access. Be warned that the story feels a little bit weird. Uh, but when you get into these combat scenarios, it feels like, Gears Tactics, it feels like XCOM, it feels like those games. And that's a good thing. I enjoy that part of it a lot. They clearly know how to make those. But just like Road to Eden, it was a little it was a little too funky for me. It was like, all right, this duck is I'm supposed to take this duck seriously? Name a duck you ever took seriously. It's not possible. Name one. Uh, Name one. Scrooge. Scrooge McDuck. Can't take him seriously. seriously. No, he was definitely serious because he was more serious than Donald. Well, that's a fair point. But Donald Duck, uh, yeah, but that's a scale of suck, right? Like, Oh, no, not suck. Yeah. Scrooge McDuck's awesome. <laughs> Are scro- you kidding? I Scott, don't- you need to watch the new <clears throat> DuckTales. You're going to change your tone on everything. I am going to watch that because I promised I would and I just haven't. But I will get around you to should, doing You that. should watch it. It's genuinely a fantastic cartoon. Yeah, I have no doubt about uh, any of that. But Scrooge McDuck is a serious duck yeah. and he's cool. All right. <laughs> and I, you know, duck, who's the duck, who's the Marvel duck, Mar- uh, Howard, the duck, Howard, it's, the duck, it's not a serious duck at all. No, not a serious. No. Duck. See, that's what I'm saying. Most ducks, not serious. So I could never take that game as seriously Darkwing as perhaps. Duck, he's not, serious. he's not serious. He this, wants to be this guy and his robots so far. They look really cool. There's nothing wrong with how they look. Like, look at that robot. He's like a trash can with a bunch of shit on him. He's awesome. Elvis doesn't look like somebody who should be looking for his mom. <laughs> I know. It's like he can take care of him. I know. That's my whole point. He says things that make me think he's he needs more. He needs additional help from his children or something. Or from his mom, I mean. Yeah. He is the child. Sorry, chat room's really distracting me. I'm going to shut that down. Is, now. He an, is he an NPC that helps you or you play as him? Uh, you play as him. So you are both oh. him and you can switch between them at, at will. So you can be... The robot, well, during combat, you are both of them because you're going to, you know, you're taking turns. Yeah, and you feel like combat. the role playing or the story or whatever. Like yeah. You're, you're on his team. Yeah. So when you're running around the map, you can just switch between who's who's the lead runner. But when you're fighting, you have you have uh, fight order, party, party yeah, rules. initiative, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I have I have. OK, so where I landed on it, though, is I'm. Not sure about what they're trying to say story-wise, but I really do like it mechanically, so I think I'm going to keep at it, or at the very least watch it throughout early access and see how it improves. There's that game. I also played 
lots of little games on my handheld. Did I bring it down here? No. Anyway, <laughs> because all of you went out and bought an Ambernick, either the one we talked about or a higher-end one, and we didn't do affiliate links. You're all welcome. Um, I even I bought one. That's I know. how bad it was. Yeah, got you it. got one. John got I show one. I and tell, but I'm busy, so I'll show it next week. I guess, oh, and he knows who he is, but somebody was very uh, kind with a, a, a gift. Uh, I just want to shout out to that guy. He was really nice to give that to who he gave it to. Um, oh, in my case, I you know was too busy trying to format cards and drop them in my pants and stuff, but I did get a chance so awesome. to play uh, here and there, and I really like that device a lot. It's just a great little whip it out and go for it and play some, I don't know, whatever. Just, uh, even my mom played it and loved it. Yeah, it's cool, right? It's a cool little thing. It's, bu- yeah. it's built well. It's just a nice little device. And, well, uh, yeah, a lot of the small stuff still has weight or size and it's not perfect. What can you do? Mm-hmm. Genuinely tiny. Mm-hmm. It's like genuinely an alternative to playing on your phone that's reasonable. Yeah, with a damn controller that's real. Like lighter than your phone, too, really. Yeah. That's cool. So I did a bunch of that and then spent a little more time just before the drop of Diablo and Speed Freaks and Bolt Gun. Uh, Bolt Gun. Oh, Bolt Gun's, um, Bolt Gun and I now have an issue with each other. Oh, yeah. I didn't put... I put, I put <laughs> okay. Is it that it got too hard? So, no. It's that okay. Bolt Gun... It gets hard. It does get hard. You're not wrong. Even on easy, it gets hard. Because um, yeah. I, I, I went down a notch thinking that might help me. Didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it does have an option where you can turn on if you're really struggling in a situation you can turn on just to get through it you can turn on invincibility get through it and then turn it off again if you want so there's some ways around it I appreciate they respect people's time because it does get harder but that's not my issue I put it on the steam deck and it runs great on there so I'm like sweet you're playing this in bed let's go bolt gun and then I started to notice when I let the thing s- sit my stick on the right side started to drift not the stick itself but the screen would start going yeah and i went oh no we don't so i push it up again and then starts doing it again so i go into the settings i'm checking the dead zone i'm checking all this stuff i make it a little bigger i go back sure enough and i thought is it just this game because that's going to drive me crazy to have stick drift or is it my machine did something happen with the repair did i drop it again or bump it on something did i screw up something on my steam deck so I, try, I loaded a few other games where I knew that stick was in use. Most of the time, like Cyberpunk, no drift at all. Same movement controls even, but no drift. I couldn't even make it drift. I, I tried. So the game was drifting on you. Well, that's what I thought. But then I installed, uh, oh, what's the name of the one we all liked? Wildermyth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wildermyth's a good controller game. So I fired that up. And Wildermyth has the, has the drift. Hmm. So I so cannot, some games are giving you drift and some are not. Yeah, two two of the games I tried it with gave me drift. Nothing else I tried would give me drift. So the majority maybe, are not giving me drift, but that just maybe it has to do with where the dead zone is set. Like yeah. maybe for some games that it's where it's sitting, it's registering as dead zone, and for other games, it's not registering as dead zone. I think is that's that what possible? I think you're right. I think that's probably right. That's why, and I did go make the dead zone as big as it could be. And it still did it, so it didn't seem to matter how big or small. And the dead zone is showing. There's like utility on your Steam Deck that says, here's where it thinks you are versus where you are moving it right now, so you can adjust it. Like It has a really nice way of doing that. And once you set it, it should work. Even with drifty sticks, you can calibrate them to not show the drift because you can change where the dead zone is. And that wasn't working for these two games. So I think it's like a... It's probably some bug that just needs to be patched. I don't know. But I was annoyed. 
And I just wanted to throw that out there. And I also played a bunch of Halls of Torment. That game's rad. Speaking of Diablo-like things, um, Halls of Torment is really good. I've talked about that a bunch. Played so. so many games. I did. Well, these I were guess all. This is all before Diablo. This came. was all yeah AD. No, I'm yeah, sorry. I was going to say I actually played a bunch of new games too. And forgot AD completely to... before Diablo. <laughs> this was I forgot completely to add them to the show notes because I had some new games too, but. It's easy to have this stuff get eclipsed, right? Like stuff you played just before. It's like poof. Yeah. Yeah, Like I I played Bolt Gun too, which I enjoyed immensely, but I would say it has those uh, boss fights, which keep spawning new enemies. Yeah. But I don't, can you self heal like you can in Doom Eternal or Space Marine? So I feel like I, I have to. It's to a do game pickups. I think. Yeah, just pick yeah. Up. I was like, oh, like this game is like that game in every way, except you can't self heal. And I was like, maybe you can, and I'm just not doing it right. Yeah, there's because, a real difficulty spike with oh, Bolton. Yeah, uh, it went from <laughs> it went from something Sorry. that uh, that I was like, can you even get hurt in this game? Mm. Like for the first little bit, first like hour and a half, two hours of that game, I was like boy, this game is easy with a capital E. I'm just a dominant wrecking machine. And then all of a sudden on the backside of it, I was like, oh, no, this game's really hard. I am sitting at no health and no armor most of the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's it definitely spiked for me. And I had a fight in particular that I just kept dying at. And I had to turn on invincibility just to get everything down. And then I turned it off again. And then I was good for a long time. So I think they're... I think those moments of like big wave of nonstop enemies until you take down whatever boss it is. I think that stuff just needs to be tuned a little or something. It's just a little rough, but um, that game's still really good. That shooting feels so good. Um, but I hope I they played more that. of that too. It's not on my list, but I also played more. Bolt yeah. Gun. So anyway, check those out, everybody. John, let's jump over to you. In fact, let's talk about, uh, let's get an update on the WWE 2K23 frog wrestling update. Yep. Another week, more frog wrestling, uh, more fun times to be had. Another big event um, as the uh, the uh, vile core crew continues to carry all the gold. Um, but I uh, had a great time with it. We've introduced a new faction, uh, which is the Mod Syndicate, which is run by Tom Merritt. And he is now joined by his two enforcers, uh, Monica Stone, mm. known as a mod at Wicked Kitten, nice. and Tanner Goodman, also known as a mod around these parts. Uh, both of them now working for Tom uh, as his enforcers. They tried to steal the Dragon Beef Championship. Uh, you have to watch the VOD to see if uh, if you believe that it was stolen. Um, but you can see all that in the in the link for the gameplay. Like. I, I actually, for once, Scott, you're not jumping around my stream. That's actually the YouTube VOD. I'm doing a lot better at getting those things uploaded right away. Nice. Um, so for anybody that can't be there live, uh, there is a there's VODs going up on the YouTube page to see what went down. And uh, yeah, continuing to have a good time. We did introduce our women's division. We had uh, Dear Martha go up against Big Bad Kristen. Um, so, uh, Kristen Ashton, mm-hmm. uh, was, was our first, uh, women's match and we're going to go ahead and continue to build that roster out. Nice. And I'm just excited. I'm excited for all the ways it grows, all the exciting matches. Like it's one of those things where I'm having to practice my, um, restraint because I, 
I literally just I finish it. I finish that stream and I go, I'm ready to do another one. Let's like here we'll have this person that fight this person, this person, and waiting a week is hard. Yeah. But that's probably also good for it. So yeah. <laughs> I felt that way about our D D sessions where it's like I want to go again, but it's good to have it's good to have the space. You gotta be able yeah. to breathe a little bit, sure. Uh, yeah. Like Bo's character right now. Let's do a quick check in on the on the ground here. Bo Bo and uh, Diablo three here. His character is just hanging out. To, yeah, we're about to do some prayers here. We're just waiting for everyone to. Everyone's got to join. I don't know where the other two. are. You're praying to the altar. What are we praying to? What are we getting here? What is this? Oh, look uh, at that! There it is. Stronghold conquered. Alcarnas. Uh, we just beat the stronghold. I almost died a few times. I don't know if you're watching there, but there was a witch lady that did a lot of damage. Really. Uh, I gotta get. I gotta like spend some time doing item science soon because I'm starting to get pretty weak uh, armor wise. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it's still going good. No death. Almost, almost made John's day. But all right. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Excellent. John Ambernick thoughts. Castlevania: Aria of Sorrow. I can't wait to hear. Also, John, you, you got an Ambernick too. I do. Uh, yeah, I had a kind listener gift an Ambernick to me. And actually, you know what? I need to stop complaining about nobody ever sending me anything now. It's officially over. Because not only did somebody send me an Ambernick, I got a second offer to have someone send me an Ambernick. Oh, and man. I had to say, no, someone already gifted me one. Yeah. Um, so and You know when you uh, say things like, no, I already got that free and expensive thing from someone else. That you, you got a little privilege, you know. Yeah. <laughs> then all of a sudden you start to feel guilty. I'm like, man, now I feel bad for all those times. I'm like, nobody gets me nothing. <laughs> so, uh, so that's officially rescinded. Uh, I'm good. People have bought me plenty of things. Nobody needs to buy me anything else. I <laughs> greatly appreciate it, though. I love the device. Um, I'm pretty sure my wife is gonna steal it from me while I steal the PS4 for uh, Final Fantasy 16. Or at the PS5. Sorry, we're up to the five now. Oh, yeah, we're coming. Uh, oh, yeah, PS5. <laughs> That's soon, too. Like 20 days or something, right? Something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think 18. I think 18 it's on days. The 20th, something like that. Yeah. 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 Um, that can't wait. I'm very, very excited. June So uh, it's it's one of those things where um, it's, a, it's a great device. There's some weird things that you would think would be on it that aren't, um, I'll say, which was was kind of a weird thing that I've discovered. Now, obviously, you can solve this. It's something where you can put, you know, your uh, copies of all the games you own legally. Yes, you can carefully uh, hold well. these and not lose them and have them fall in your pants. I can't believe that was in your underwear. <laughs> I, I keep touching it. I know, I should stop judging Also, I can't happen? believe that after losing it, you have been so willing to keep pulling it out, taking it apart, and showing everybody. Yeah, and then You're like, I almost face. lost this. Can you believe how easy it is to lose this thing? Yeah, you know how hard it is to lose my taint chip? But here's the thing, though, John. Um, I think I have an answer to your question. The reason the stuff is missing that your surprise is missing, think about how many of those titles are Nintendo titles. Almost. Yeah, there's a lot of that. But also, yeah, yeah, it, you're not wrong. There's also some things that you're like, I'm surprised this is on here in a world where all the Nintendo titles aren't there. I'm a little surprised this is on there. Like the, you know, the Pokemon games. Yeah. You think, you know, Nintendo would be real protective of that sort of thing, too. Sure. But yeah, there's some stuff I want to throw on there um, for sure. But here's what happened with it. So I'll say this. I got it. 
I was given a, a plethora of choices of things to play as my maiden voyage on the Ambernick, and I loaded up Castlevania Aria of Sorrow, and that is all I've wanted to play ever since I started <laughs> playing it. I'm now 75% of the way through uh, Castlevania Aria of Sorrow, and it's like I loaded up and there's all these games, and I feel like, boy, I should really play some other things. I've checked out a couple other things, like I played... Um, Spider-Man and the X-Men in Arcade's Revenge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I played that game, and I, I've i played the original Castlevania just to be like, oh, look at this, which I'm weirdly, like, invincible in that game, and I'm not 100% sure why. Mm. Um, but it, it's like the Japanese version of the game, and every time I get hit, my character explodes. Like, he's <laughs> uh, just been decimated by something, but then doesn't take any damage. You still fall down pits, which is a common killer in that game. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Ari of Sorrow is no joke. Um, probably my favorite Castlevania game, um, even over Symphony you. of the Night, uh, which I know is beloved. That's also on there, so I can play that and see if I really feel this way. But oh, I love Ari of Sorrow so so much, you guys, yeah. and it's so good. We're in full and, agreement on this point, by the way. Never have I agreed with John Moore about. Castlevania games. I love this one. It's so good. <laughs> it's so cool. And I've never seen a game where it's bonus ending. So, you know, a lot of games will have like, here's ending one. But if you do this, you get a secret ending. Mm-hmm. So Aria of Sorrow has one of those. But instead of just like a different cutscene or a different ending, it unlocks like 50% more video game. Yeah, it's a lot. Like <laughs> you if you do the secret ending you get to play through the entire castle like upside down or reversed. And there's an insane amount of additional content in the game that it then unlocks for you. Yeah. And mm. I, it's kind of crazy how much is put behind that. So yeah, uh, it's, it's just an, it's an awesome game. It's a testament to how good it is that I have this device that has so much stuff on it. And it's all I want to play whenever I play it. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, a, it's a reminder of just how good, Almost everything I've been playing on there is GBA games. And just uh, the GBA rocked, dude. That thing yeah. rocked. It was such a great this little has, handheld. This has made me realize that even though there's a lot of these consoles that aren't on this device, and there are a lot of extra consoles that I'm not too worried about, <laughs> right. it has made me realize that what I really want, like emulation-wise, yeah. is I want something that is like in the body and style of either like the DS Lite, probably no, probably more the 3DS XL because I want big, yeah. like I'd like big, nice screens, sure. but like not insanely big, not Steam Deck big, right? Um, There's still a like happy pocket, medium. but yeah. pushing the limits of what a pocket can hold. Sure, um, clamshell 3DS, something to emulate Game Boy, Game Boy Advance. DS and 3DS games, you know, I don't need the 3D, but games from the 3DS. Yep. Really, I think that's all I want. And if it can also do NES and SNES, we're golden. Yeah. That's really just all I want is a very easy to access handheld uh, console that can do those things. And I will be happy because I there's so many games on those handhelds. Um you know, everybody, when you say, what's your favorite Nintendo console? Yeah. So many people are like, 
Oh, the Super NES, you know, the, the, the GameCube, whatever Wii, it is. Switch, sure. whatever. Game Boys have been so good. <laughs> there are so many awesome games on the like Game Boy systems that like it's kind of insane. Like one of my favorite Zelda games this is one that I was surprised wasn't on there. Um Nintendo uh, was uh, <laughs> Zelda Link's Awakening uh, DX or color or whatever. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Like Link's Awakening is amazing. Yeah. It's an amazing Zelda game. And like just the number of Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color, all those games that uh, I just have so much nostalgia for, but are also like amazing versions of those games. Yep. There's a lot of them. Playing and this um, is reawakening that for me. Playing Mario Golf or Mario Advance. Mario Golf Advance, which was is my favorite Mario Golf game. It has a whole RPG like story mode in mm-hmm. it. And it's so yeah. freaking good. You don't even have to like golf to like Mario Golf. That's oh, so good. Gosh dang it, you guys. We're probably selling more of these tonight. We still don't have an affiliate <laughs> affinity link or what am I, what am I trying affiliate link? <laughs> affinity. I think there's a more advanced version that does do like 3DS because that's what uh, the second person who wanted to send me one was going to send me. They're like, well, I'll send you the better one that does 3DS games. I was like, yeah, they have, they've got a whole range. Me, they have don't one. Don't send me more stuff. Yeah. They have, they have a whole range of those devices. Some have sticks on them. Like they've, they've got all kinds of stuff. The reason this one's, this one's hitting a, a, a sweet spot of like, I want to sit down and have four buttons and a D-pad, please, and play a thing and not think too hard. Like, that's really yep. what this thing's good at, and I think that's why I like it so much. Because yeah, it's-, it's very easy to carry around. Um, you said this last week, and it's to me it's the big truth, is like, yeah, the Steam Deck is amazing. I love it. But that is a whole production to get out and take out and play I can't subtly play it. I don't feel good taking it into the bathroom because I feel like I've taken a PC into the bathroom with me. Yeah. Like, it's just there's there's some weirdness about it uh, that makes it a little less portable as much as I like it. This, you just feel like you can take it where you want it. You throw it in a pocket. It's going to be OK. And uh, it feels durable and easy to access, and you're going to be able to play some cool games on. Yeah, it that's, that's it. exactly it. I think that's why it hits such a sweet spot, which is a hard thing to hit. Other Amber Nicks I've tried that are the bigger ones, they're not. They're too big. They're like, well, if I'm going to do that, I'll just I have my Steam Deck. I'll do that. Like that's already going to run out of the stuff better anyway. So what do I need that for? And then I don't want the little micro one they have because that's too small and weird. But this thing is just right, right in the middle, and it's got good battery life. And that garlic OS, look, the OS it comes with is not that great. It gets the job done, but there's nothing fancy going on. Go look up how to install garlic OS. It'll change your life. All right? All right. I wonder how many more we sold tonight. Uh, moving on. Bo, what else did you play besides the uh, first? Let's do a check-in. <gasps> yep. We're, we're oh, it scared me. Bo in the field. It scared me. I thought I saw your character was up with a red message, and I thought it was a death method message about shit myself. No. no. Okay. I think Lockvine has logged off. I'm not sure what's going on, but uh, they've been going. He's been going hard at things, so it wouldn't shock me. Is this the one with the wife that's uh, not loving it? Yeah. Okay. But he's been, you know, he's been a trooper. He's been checking the map, getting the altars, uh, being a real scout. He's usually the one I follow because he's out front doing the next thing oh my lord show me that again uh, zoom out I, I i what's that zoom out that map one more time look at this chat yeah, so i'm in like this little town here it's Coast like an mmo like oh, look at look at the fucking, <laughs> this place is. 
That's so much. Like it's nuts. It's it's nuts the amount of real estate that's in this game. I mean, it's and that's just Overworld, right? It's yeah, nothing yeah, to do with all the dungeons. They're like stuff. whatever hundreds of dungeons, uh, wow. and wow. strongholds, and world bosses, and PvP con. Like for a Diablo game, it's a lot because if you just compare to three or two or one, you get five acts and then adventure mode or something. Like this is like scope. Scope is on a different level alone. Yeah. Um, and, uh, anyways, um, the one thing I wanted to say that was really funny about this team is we only had two people, I only had two people, Shinobi and, and Lockvine and Ziggurat, he's in Australia and I, you know, I like him. I've played with him before. He's a nice guy. He's a lot of fun. And he's like, Oh, I'll join. I'll join. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Like he's kind of last minute and he didn't come to the pre-planning. Mm. And then we were skipping cutscenes, and he's like, Oh, we don't want to watch this, but like in an Australian accent, you know, I'm like, no, like, <laughs> And then he was like, he was, tra- he was certain, the way he was saying certain things. So finally, after like three hours, I'm like, I'm, oh, I said like, yeah, we got to get our name on that plaque. And he's like, yeah, what does that mean? Huh? He didn't know. And I'm like, I'm like, you don't, you didn't know that there's people racing to get their name on a Lilith statue. He's like, no, are you kidding me? And I'm like, what did you join for? <laughs> said you- it to be a good dude. Yeah, I'm like, I need hardcore people. He's like, well, it sounded like, a, you know, be a laugh or whatever. And I'm, I'm, I'm like. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> like that's why we're s- skipping cutscenes. We're doing things fast. We're like, you know, we're taking breaks for like five minutes and coming right back and planning to sleep six hours. It was just really funny that he didn't know. He's like, oh, he's just here for the good time. Mm, uh, probably he stuck with it, real yeah, trooper. I was gonna say, probably, probably. I mean, now he's in. He's got to go. He's got to go hard. You know. Yeah, I mean, once you're 45 levels in, you got to do the remaining 55. No, what 65? No, 55, 55. 55, right? Yeah. Podcaster math, yeah, 55. Yeah. Podcaster math is You're bad. Not, you know, you know, we both don't sound too sure. <laughs> no. 45, 55. John's, and John will be right? no help either. John will be no help. Nope, I got I got nothing yep. nothing for you when it's uh, math related. We're all I math did play challenged. Some, some new games this week, though. What'd you play? I just didn't put them in the show notes. Mm. <laughs> By the way, Street Fighter Six is out, and I want to say happy... Street Fighter Six Day to Patrick Beja who tweets constantly about fighting games. <laughs> yep. I uh, like, man. There's probably gonna be people that are like, why aren't they talking about Street Fighter Six? At this uh, at this rate, Patrick's the three not on the show. <laughs> at, this, at this rate, the three most highly rated games of the year will be Tears of the Kingdom, Diablo Four, and Street Fighter Six. Street Fighter Six is getting freaking raves about everything yeah. about it, like the story mode, the hub stuff, uh, the freaking. Uh, um, Oh, what's the I forgot the name of the tournament mode thing. Anyway, they're just people are just raving about it as if five was a poof of our imagination. The averageness of five is just a long forgotten memory. Six is like the hot new, can't wait to put my wiener in it kind of game. Whoa, that went places. Didn't it? <laughs> I don't want to put my it's wiener. Fine, in. I get is it. Is it you're, true that it uses the, horny the uh, RE it's, engine? It's, it's, I heard. I heard that it does. Very, it uses the RE, the resident, the current Resident Evil engine that is used for all those new RE games. Uh, they, <laughs> they, it gets used here, which is crazy to me. Um, but I want to play it. I think it sounds fascinating and seems like much more than you would expect from your average Street Fighter sequel. So. Yeah, I want to check I it out. I don't know about this guy on the microphone, but whatever. But anyways, um, 
Listen, I played some games. Yeah. Sorry, I'm. I think I'm getting hit with some delirium levels. <laughs> but <'cause> I, <laughs> I'm hitting I some real, vague levels of delirium. I don't have a real so. good handle on the the conversation, or I just feel like my timing's really off. Yeah, but uh, I played some games. All right, I, John, are you done? Maybe you weren't even done yet. No, he's done. No, I'm done. I just was looking. I was going to Metacritic <laughs> to see Scott's. Uh, the Scott top really games. threw and me off. He's the, not. He's not wrong. Like the top games are. Zelda, Street Fighter Six, Resident Evil Four, like yeah, holy shit. It's a it's a weird year. Of really high scores this year, and I don't know what the deal is. Other than maybe we're just seeing, you know, we're mid cycle on a lot of stuff, consoles and other things, uh, games that have been cooking since before the pandemic. Like maybe it's just like go time, and I, and yeah, you know. yeah. But for sure, the culmination of some pandemic projects have really turned out great. Right? Yeah. Because with Redfall, everyone's like, oh, why are games so terrible? And it's like, actually, there's some pretty good examples of some solid releases mm-hmm. this year. Oh, yeah. Zelda yeah, a lot of people want to say, oh, that's what you get for work from yeah. home is Redfall. It's like, well, I don't know, man. Diablo 4 was mostly developed no. work from home. I think that, Yeah, you know. look at the whole Pantheon that's released and think again. Yeah. Not only did they, were they was that game built work from home, it also was built during a really tumultuous time, not just for the world with the pandemic, for, for Blizzard in general. Because all the shit hit the fan with Blizzard while those guys were heads down trying to make Diablo 4. I think it's a minor miracle that it's performing well as well as it is. It's crazy. Anyway, but what else did you play? Play Bolt Gun. That's what I want to talk about. <laughs> Such a big build up to that. That was great. All right. What's so okay? Give us all your hot takes. I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, no, it's good. It's it's every bit uh, deserves the hype that it has. I think it's a good boomer shooter. Um, I hate that term, but go ahead. I know. It's just because I hate it because it's chronologically incorrect, and people only use it because it rhymes. That's it. It's not. No boomers played those games. uh, Like you got to remember, people get called boomers not because of when they were born, but because of their attitude. That's my point. Is like if we're going to use it, and it's supposed to represent a time frame. No, 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 no. Hang on, you guys have to, you have that wrong. Anyone over thirty is a boomer. Like no. the new nomenclature. No, no. The way you know the word, it's like, um, what is it like? You're telling me some like, Gen some Zs. People, words have more than one meaning, right? Like yeah. there's bases and bases, which is like multiple baseball bases is bases, but also the bases of your argument is different, and they're written a little differently. Sure, but. Yeah, so boomer, boomer to you is like that's a generation. They suck. I don't want to be associated with them. They were annoying, because uh, they were you know very self important and took up all the jobs and et cetera, et cetera. You know, right, and right, right. I'm not a boomer. No, I know. And then Neither all the people I. under thirty now are like they've taken the word and it just means over thirty. Okay, well, guess what? Yeah, that bites like you in the ass when you're over thirty. So enjoy whatever the f- f- freaking gen whatever they'll be a gen beta is or whatever they're going to be called. I'm excited for whatever they call you under thirties when you're over 40 and you're like, no, they're going to have it worse. The kids are going to call them the incel generation. Don't worry. It's a fair point. It's a fair point. That's fine. Anyway, but bolt gun, you like it. It's we'll good. get our come on, come up and uh, in 50 or 60 years. Yeah, it'll all be fine. Uh, what do you think of the game though? Overall, you enjoy it? Um, I enjoyed it. I just one criticism would be just like I need some self healing, man. It's if you're making a 2023 shooter boomer style, 
<laughs> I need I need the self healing. You need to put if I kill something in melee, I get some healing. Especially with bosses that infinitely spawn ads. It'd be one thing, like in Doom, things don't infinitely spawn. In Wolfenstein, you know, the old stuff, you have your set amount of enemies, so you have your set amount of health packs. But don't be putting hundreds of enemies in a in a boss encounter and only give me two or four health packs. That's ridiculous. I need some self healing, especially in a forty K game. I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I, I tend to agree. I think it, uh, either that, or just don't ramp the difficulty up so much in those big battles where I'm di- constantly dying. Like, yeah, that's yeah. not fun. But the game itself, yeah, man, it. the shooting's so good. Oh, feels so good. Love it. All right, what else? Any, that, 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 that I play a few other games, but one of them I don't want to talk about because it's annoying. Oh, um, and oh. I just don't have the energy for it right now. It well, but good. now we're all very interested. Orc what if massage? we promise not to ask follow-up questions, right. but you can just say what game? Yeah, we won't follow uh, up. It, yeah, it was a game called Aloloth. Okay. Um, okay. Just- sorry, <laughs> I asked a follow-up question. I didn't mean to, but I genuinely didn't understand the word you said. John's Al-Aloth. follow-up question was A L A L O T H. It's an indie game <laughs> on. Um, um, I don't know if you call it indie. Gamera Interactive made it. It feels like an indie game. Uh, It just piqued my interest. It's a Dark Souls game with CRPG aesthetics. On paper, and even looking at the trailer, it really piqued my interest. But um, it's it might actually be good, but there's a lot of amateur shit, just even from a design standpoint, like 5 million hours of exposition in the beginning, and you know, I, I couldn't. I couldn't sit and play it. Um, maybe it's quite good. The, the concept definitely piqued me, and I was looking forward to having a cool surprise. But I don't think the gameplay was kind of okay. But I don't think overall it was like fully. Did you you call it Amaroth? There. Is that the name? Alaloth. A l a l o t h. No, that's if you want to watch someone sit in a hot tub. <laughs> Well, it's not. Oh, it's not on Steam. I guess you had to get it separate. It is on Steam. Oh, it is. Aloloth. Uh, let me. Let me. It um, sounds like a way to keep owls out of your yard. Yeah, I can't find. Oh it. Oh my god, you guys. Aloloth. It's <laughs> really fixated on this. Look, we're just boomers. We can't yeah, spell. Yeah, we're boomer okay, shooter we boomers. There it is. Did you find it? I can't find it still. He the put it. In it's it's a l a l. Oh, a l a l o t h. That's spelling it wrong. Also, Steam's bad at, like, predictive text. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. I think I saw some of this. So, Soulsy, right? Souls-like-ish, right? Uh, yeah, it's Souls-like CRPG style, right? Like, Baldur's Gate 2 and stuff. Like, it looked intriguing me, but the execution is just really bad. Oh, wow. Hardcore. So, I, I don't want, I'll get maybe get into detail another time, or maybe I'll play it again and revise it, but I don't recommend it. Okay. It's just it was a little too the voice acting was bad like done by the guy's uncle i'm sure um <laughs> it, the aesthetic wasn't too great but you know sometimes an indie game's good it's just it spent so long ramping up like to get anywhere it just failed to hold my attention i got really frustrated with it so i don't recommend it honestly their description is baldur's gate and dark souls had a baby that's what it says um yeah that's like that's and it, you hear that, and you're like, "Damn!" So I hope somebody else hears that and makes a better game. Yeah, it keeps. I, am, I mean, it, long term, it might be a good game, but it did not give me a good first impression. I'm very sorry to say, I love the idea, and there's uh, there's things I love about it, like the art's pretty good. 
in some places, and the it works. They make the control scheme work. Um, work. It's like V Rising, you know, WASD controls, and you aim around with the mouse and hit. And I really liked it. Um, but I just I think it's very small budget, big ambition, and it's not. I don't regret buying it, but I don't think I'll play it again. And I, I just like to remind everyone why I hate Steam reviews. Real quick, there's a negative one on here. His name is Longhammer. Take from that what you want. His review says this. This was a great game until heart, 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 heart happened and ruined That's... the game forever with boss mechanics that are 100% AIDS. All right. Okay. Oh, well, you know, the A word is a thing in some circles. Very helpful. Review. Helpful review that really helped me understand the product and, you know, whether I should spend any time with it or not. I feel like this Mazda drives like herpes. <laughs> 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 oh my lord all right there you go Bo played that and now diablo forever that's how that's gonna go yeah, exactly uh we're gonna take a break when we come back we will do some more stuff including a dear martha improv i don't even know what that looks like until we get there so i it's, yeah, i don't know i'm figuring it it's out. gonna get weird so watch for that and uh just know there's zero yeah, images that kind of that kind of upsells it rather than <laughs> it. <laughs> i mean in a way we're yeah we don't know what we're this is a hardcore mode for you john this is like don't don't die on yeah. stage when we get to this thing okay yeah, one light one life for you yep well, it's uh, not that bad i mean i've been thinking about it oh okay well good you have a good mind you'll be fine um and then after that a few more news stories including how stupid bobby kodak is i can't wait to talk about that for a minute uh, as well as a patron message of the week, some emails, some other stuff, and a pa- and uh, finally, finally, sorry, we have a mashup today. Jamie's back. Oh yeah, Jamie's back, baby. Yes. Woo! He's got I'm a new one, and we're gonna hear it, and we'll find out what everyone voted as far as who they think said the line uh, that comes at the end of it. I missed this whole game. This whole meta game is too much fun. So we'll get to all that in a minute, but uh, we're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. And we're back, everyone. Welcome back to the program. It's now time for us to do this little fun thing we call Dear Martha. And uh, John does it. Today's a little different, but uh, that's all I'll say about it. John, anything else you want to set up before I hit play? No, sorry for it. (laughs) (laughs) Look, it's Diablo Day. It's like Christmas Day. No one gets shit done on Christmas Day. All right? Don't feel bad. It's Diablo. (laughs) Like Bo says, we only get it every 11 years. All right, here it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to hit play on this thing and we'll go. Oh, that's too quiet. Just a second. Okay, now. My dearest Martha, it's good to talk to you. Let's just take a moment because this is usually the time where I tell you what amazing time period I'm in. and What periodical I've decided to explore in the history of gaming. I'm going to be honest with you, Martha. I'm didn't read any magazine. <laughs> Why would I? Martha, I don't know if you knew this, but I am a time traveler that can only go back within my own lifespan, much like that television show Quantum Leap. There's no going into the future for me. So, Diablo 4 was not out when I started my journey. It's out for me today. So here I am, in modern times, playing Diablo 4. And not reading about the magazines of yesteryear. I understand this will be an extra big disappointment as I've decided to play a video game instead of come see you in person. But maybe be thankful that I wrote you this letter, it's fine. 
Look, if you're absolutely heartbroken, I will offer you this one slight makeup, which is a random-ass Steam review for the game X-Slayers. <laughs> or Slayers X. Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird title, and it's a weird video game, but here's what I have for you. Best game ever. You can have weapons like the S-Blade and the Twin Guns and kick Psycho Butt. My favorite part is the Glass Luncher. I like to yell, (laughs) eat glass, when lunching glass at dumb psychos, lol. And there are tons of secrets, too. Like, I found a camp of hiding psychos that said, Ah, no, don't kill us. We don't want to be psychos anymore. But I did it anyways. And that shows the game asks difficult questions. Like, I thought about if people can change. And it's a sign of the maker's life experience. He is 37. A masterpiece in games. Psycho's drool, seepage rules. <laughs> Yours in this life and the next. Harsh screen so. Wow, I I have to say, after watching some video, this looks like shit. <laughs> yeah, it's that, getting that good reviews. Well Maybe it's got it's- very positive reviews. It's on. Uh, I think it's on Game Pass. Oh, is it so really? I think you can try this for free. Uh, came out on uh, the first, but a day to release your game right on Diablo Day. Wow. Yeah, that's a rough one, man. Holy yeah. But this looks like utter garbage that's supposed to be garbage. You know, if, if you know what I'm saying. So maybe it's all right. I don't know. Oh no, it is on. It is on Game Pass. Is it on yeah. Game Pass? Well, then there's yep. no reason not to try it, folks. Go try it and find out if it is as good as it is claimed. There you have it. Do it today. All right. Let's do this now. Get some other news to just rip out real quick. There's an insane Bobby Kotick review that happened, I want to say, with who was it with? It was with Variety is who did it. And uh, he does all sorts of stuff. For one thing, he audaciously claimed that sexism and harassment problems were made up by aggressive labor movements within uh, Blizzard to, quote, destabilize the company. He also said he couldn't believe uh, how excited he was about AI-generated content. He says we are hurtling toward, this is my paraphrasing, we're hurtling toward a time where uh, games will make themselves. And I translated that to mean he don't want to pay real people to make the shit that makes him rich. So uh, he can he can eat a turd, as far as I'm concerned, and I cannot oh, wait for him to parachute you forgot out one. of there. You forgot one. What was that? He also said that the report claimed his farts smelt like lavender. <laughs> what? That's not in here. That never happened, right? You made that up just now. Just making sure. Well, why would I? <laughs> why would you? Trust us and not support us anymore if we didn't report accurately what's going on with the Bobby Kotick interview. Yeah. He's... um. He sucks, whatever. I don't like him. <laughs> it is the kind of interview where if you do not care about video games, but you care about being in an industry that makes money, you probably go, man, horrific. Yeah. Fantastic. If you're a main character in the show Succession, yep. 10 out of 10 interview. 10, 10, Way 10. to go, Bobby. 11 if you out are of 10. a human being anywhere else, you, it, it's a nightmare. Like, it's a, it's a case of... 
it shows that you can just talk business and they just wear it on their sleeve because what else are you going to do? Yeah. Like you don't have to read context with this interview. Like that's, that's the thing is usually when somebody's being cagey, you have to kind of look for it. You're like, okay, where's the, where's the hidden meaning? Where's the secret evil mm. hidden in these statements? Mm-hmm. It's just out there. It'll just yeah. tell you. Yep. He doesn't have to worry about it because he's somebody who literally threatened to kill his assistant and there had suffered no repercussions for it. Yeah. Like, people like that aren't afraid of saying stupid shit. So you know. go read it if you want to know what kind of a nightmare we live in. Uh, I agree. And hopefully he's out of there soon. System Shock, by the way, also launched and it's gotten forgotten about here. System Shock re- uh, remake or whatever it's called. The 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 retelling yeah. of the original game it's reviewing real well people really like yeah. it their only complaint i've heard is that it sticks a little too close to the original in that it is very hard and kind of obtuse in terms of not holding your hand at all and you definitely can tell you're playing an old game if it's yeah. anything like the demo i haven't played the the full release but i did play the demo for that like series of demos that i played and it was very cool and like you know, a nice window into like, wow, a lot of these games had a ton of depth, but it is clunky yeah. in in the way that old games are clunky. Yeah. They've been very faithful here, it says in this uh, PC Magazine review where they were like, yeah, this is, it's very good, but also exactly what it was. And if that's what you want and have it look better then you're in, you're golden. But if you were looking for some quality of life improvements over the 20 five years the game has existed or however long it's been we won't find them here they say uh all right that wasn't part of the news though rick the door technician has killed cal kestis around 500 times john tell me more about this oh is this bo i don't know who put this in here is it rick or it's rick right yeah Yeah, it's rick rick the door technician uh you know we had to talk about uh, Bobby Kodak. So I thought we'd do something light <laughs> to follow up that news story. Yeah, and we killed ta- some people. He's killed nearly 500 people. Bo. Oh my god! Wow. Wow. Uh, there is a Does boss in Jedi Survivor mm-hmm. called Rick, the door technician, and he is a stormtrooper that begins his assault at the end of a very long hallway. He's melee only, so he just charges at you in uh, what can be compared to that Lancelot scene in Monty Python and the Holy Grail. And he dies in one hit, despite having a very large boss bar. (laughs) However, they have revealed that uh, Rick, the door technician, at the time they posted the stats, had killed Cal Kestis 489 times. Wow. What? How? Yeah, I, I can guess that maybe it's closer to 500 by now. Um, I mean, but, aren't like, you a little curious what happens if Rick, the door technician, kills you? A little bit. A little oh, bit. Oh, you think you think they're all intentional? Oh, maybe. They have to be intentional. How else would he kill him? Well, n- not necessarily. Did, he, did everyone know that Rick, the door technician, was a one-hit death? 489 people? I yeah, don't know. Yeah, but like, look, you, you face so many harder enemies than Rick on the way to Rick that, like, if you can pass all that, Rick should not be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and you have plenty of warning that he's coming. Yeah. Like, like, the bounty hunters are... You haven't played it yet, Scott, have you? Not, I haven't gotten to Rick. I've played the game, but I haven't gotten that far. Yeah, but, like, even those... You know the bounty hunters who, like, come at you two at a mm-hmm. time with, yeah. like, the the shocking head things that you know they're tough they are tough yeah yeah rick is not 
Like like John said, Rick runs at you in melee down a re- the longest hallway in the game. <laughs> like he, <laughs> wow. and I went Rick the door technician. I think, I think I sliced him once and he fell over. Like I just I shot him with the blaster. Over. He didn't even make it the full way up to me. It was the funniest thing. I let him run. Ninety percent of his run, he's just going ah while boss music plays. And he gets up to me, and it was very Indiana Jones. I just went. So what's the, what's the reference is Monty Python? Because it's a, it's not like it's a side thing. Like everyone playing the game will encounter. You have Rick. to go he's, through Rick. Yeah, he's right? a, he's a main story quest boss. So yeah. I, I just wonder: is it just the Monty Python reference? Like, was was there another reason to do that? Like, it's so. I think you know. it's just there for levity. Like, mm. it's a game. You know, there's high drama in Jedi Survivor for sure, but it's a game that seems like not afraid to poke fun yeah. here and there at itself. I mean, the the poncho itself is kind of a meta joke within the thing, both where you get it, the fact that it's the pink poncho when you pick it up. Yeah. Like, they know exactly, like, hey, this, these are things that the audience is kind of into. So, it also I, might I don't be, know. It I might... don't know if it's necessarily Monty Python, but that's what it reminded me of, because he runs for so long down that hallway before he's even close to you. It, it might so also it run. might also be a very uh, in, almost statistically insignificant number of deaths or kills, because so 489, you look at that and you go, oh, that's a lot. It's almost 500 people. But defeats by Rancor, the Rancor boss, 9 million <laughs> 19,384. Yeah. So the deaths by Rick are sig- insignificant compared to I any feel, other boss. <laughs> I feel like I'm 700 of those Rancor deaths. <laughs> I died to that yeah, Rancor I've got so mo- many I've got mul- times. I've posted multiple numbers on Rancors. Yeah. The stupid bite is rough, man. Yeah. He's got a wide hitbox on that swipe where he picks you up. You know, I also thought the game mode choices were interesting. They gave stats on this. Let me pull this up for the chat. Um, game difficulty, percentage of players, story mode, 14.5. That's actually a higher percentage than I expected. Jedi, that's easiest. Jedi Padawan after that, 15. Jedi Knight, which is the middle uh, difficulty, 52.5. That's the default. So that makes sense. That would be higher because people yeah. just hit go. Jedi Master at only 14, so lower than story mode. And Jedi Grandmaster, 4%. I don't know anyone who did that, but... Grandmaster is genuinely very hard. Yeah. Like, I, um, I've so been playing on Grandmaster a little bit. Yeah. And it is I think it's the, really the parry hard. window that kind of sucks for... Because they like, just yeah, tighten it's hard, up, right? but like because you see on the sliders where it says you get a little parry window, because that was like, oh, let me try Grandmaster on the first one, Fallen Order. I don't know why, but... The parry timing window has to be perfect. I don't know. I just, I don't, I was like, oh, this isn't an enjoyable, you know, I, I don't like that as a difficulty slider. Mm. How do you feel about lightsaber color? Most popular was white. That's interesting. Really? Maybe proves the power of Ahsoka because, oh, uh, yeah, Ahsoka's big hot right now. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think um, that. And it does make a really cool sound. I'll say that. Like, yeah. so the lightsabers don't all sound the same. And if you pick the white lightsaber, it sounds really cool. Um, I am a little surprised. I do think it's a little bit on the boring side visually, but, you know, the appeal of Ahsoka is, is certainly there. Um, Bo will be happy that uh, single bladed lightsaber is the most popular. Of yeah. the lightsaber styles, yeah. really. So really? true Jedi's representing. Yeah, it's uh, a, there's a lot of Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, like a huge meme. 
Mm. Yeah, single single style thirty one percent, dual wield twenty nine, double bladed twenty five, blaster eight, and cross guard seven. Uncivilized. We we know who we we know who the monsters are. (laughs) Uh, Blaster is the best style, and I will maintain that forever. Uh, And Bo, another. Stat that you will be very Jedi interested in. Blaster, it's like almost sacrilege, dude. Hmm. Uh, this is a very important stat to you, Bo. The percentage of players who love Turgle, one hundred percent. Oh, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, that's nice. Who, who, who doesn't like Turgle? Nobody, nobody doesn't like Turgle. Enemies defeated, by the way, two point eight trillion. Okay. That's pretty gnarly. Right. A lot of enemies. Clean, cleaning up. Uh, let's see. Refreshing the refresher. What's this? Oh, number of times Cal unclogged Grease's toilet. Eight hundred and sixty-one thousand yeah. times. That's not that many, man. Go go fix the toilet. You get um. There's there's, there's gold in the toilet. It's right? almost a, That's almost a million. Well, it's not quite a million. It's almost nine hundred thousand. It's a lot. It's a fair amount. Um, this one surprised me. Number of players who or percentage of players who discovered Cal's poncho. John was just talking about. 11.5% is all. That's oh, tiny. Man, the pink I got the pink poncho. Yeah. I'm just a little surprised it wasn't higher. Uh, what else? Uh, by the way, lightsaber color, default blue for me. The hey, percentages on there. What are you, Luke Skywalker? The reason is because, I, you know, uh, I Bo's feel like, like finding a way to play as a human <laughs> the equivalent of playing think, a human in a fantasy game. I think the, the lightsaber is like it's they're kind of meaningful. Like it's not just like you, you'll use any lightsaber in a pinch, but like your light, your kyber crystal, like has meaning, right? Like it's it's important. Yeah, I don't like the idea that I'm just like you know I'm Mister like I, I have a new different color every day lightsaber. You know I'm like come on now. No, your whole thing is like the army when they say or who, Marines or whoever when they say this is my gun. There are many like it, but this one's mine. That's how you feel about kyber crystals. I mean, I feel like if the game was like, here's a new lightsaber, you found a new lightsaber, then like, it'd be like, okay. You know, like, but it's just it's just like it's a cosmetic table, right? It's like it creates this kind of, it creates this narrative inconsistency or lack of Oh, you didn't play the first it? game, though. Okay, uh, that explains, explain there it? is a uh, moment in the first game, your kyber crystal gets destroyed and you go discover a new one. Oh. And there is a point where he sits down and builds a new lightsaber, and you get to well, pick that's cool. Color. Like then, yeah, I just and maybe like at the beginning of the game, it could ask you, you know, what, what color what you color, it. what color is your character? You know, the way you in Mass Effect pick your look and, and gender and background, like you you, you know, something sure. like that. Sure, but yeah. to just willy nilly change it all the time. I'm like, no. I tried it. I'm like, I feel dirty. I played with a gold lightsaber for a little bit. Mostly because I wanted to tell John I did that and make him mad. But, um, you know, I couldn't do it. It's too terrible. Sure. Are you, by the way, you both playing? It looked it looked awful is what I'm trying to say. Like, the gold one doesn't look good at all. Speaking of. I, co- hate, I, I hate the yellow one. Yeah, I don't like the yellow one. It looks like, pea, like a pea stick. I don't like it. Yeah, the pea saber. Pea saber. Um, did, uh, do you bo- did you both make ladies in Diablo for your first run here? Uh, both ladies? Did, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I made a lady. All right. I don't my, know why. My gender preferences in Diablo are rogue and barber ladies, sorcerers, dude, necros definitely dude, yeah. and um, druid is lady. Check out my emo necro. Hold on a second. I'll put it in the chat. Or maybe I already did, but I'll do it again. 
Uh, this is in our Discord. That's oh my, my look at him. He's just like, Dad, I hate you, Dad. <laughs> yeah, you really got to You got to lean into all that, like tattoos. Oh, yeah. the, the, but the the options they do give you in Diablo are really good. They're too. great. Yeah, I love yeah. them. And you can change them anytime. That's the other thing I like. Yeah. I am not locked yeah. on this character. I can go change his hair, his color, his whatever, his gender even. Um, he looks like the final form of the the who's the guy in the IT crowd that's in the room that's the oh, vampire. Uh, the the one that does Bake Off now. Um, yeah, he uh, looks like him. Noel Fielding, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I hate you, Dad. You freaking! <laughs> my friends came over. It was just—it was just a little weed. I mean, you just feel like he's complaining to his parents all the time. This guy. Yeah, Richmond. He I looks love like him. Richmond. Uh, all right. Seventh guest is getting remade, and it's being redone as a VR oh, experience. Really? Bo VR seventh guest. Cool. Uh huh. How you feel More about that? Games, but, yeah. It's a reimagining, promising, ghostly volumetric video. Um. <laughs> Okay. Let's see. Uh, trying to see if it gives us anything else. It'll be released for the MetaQuest 2 VR headset N3, which has just got announced. Did you see that the other day? They're trying to preempt Apple's event next week. Um. Oh, I saw a, like a, the Meta video that just like shows you what it looks like. It wasn't much. Yeah. Uh, maybe there was a presentation, but I couldn't find it. There's not. Not yet. They will, okay. but they're trying to they're trying to get word out before whatever Apple releases Tuesday. I think is yeah. today. Well, it seems strategic that they also release the price because I'm like, oh yeah, five hundred bucks. It's more expensive, but cheap. Good. They're staying on the lost leader train. I think that's important. Yeah, I agree. That's good for them. And, and like I said, maybe maybe Apple will come out with something affordable. My guess, with my bias, just based on my perception of the company, is it's going to be ridiculously expensive. Like. Maybe also ridiculously amazing. Yeah, me and Rick, me and Ibit were talking like, about this. If that thing is six hundred bucks or lower, it's a no brainer for me. If it's fifteen hundred, which is the current going rumor, that's too high. Fifteen hundred is uh, that's that's like almost probably two thousand Canadian. That's painful price. Yeah, it's too high. It's like it's well, and the I guess that's painful price unless they literally like the apps on there are. Like it's all down to what you can do with it and what's exciting about it. Yeah. Like based on what I've seen in VR, no, no way anyone should pay more than a thousand for a headset. Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do, but it's gonna be interesting. Um, so watch for that next week. But yeah, the Met, the Quest Threes prepped for this fall, so they're gonna sell it this holiday. When's season. the Apple thing? Is it next week? Yeah, Who's next Tuesday. So I think Tuesday. I keep saying Tuesday, but I think and I think that's right. Might be Wednesday, but I think mm. Tuesday. Are you planning on watching it live? Uh, possibly it depends if it starts while TMS is going. No, but I might watch it after. If you're around, we do like a week, thing. Yeah. I'm like, mm, you want to do? You want to do a little co-stream? We could do that. Maybe message me. Let's see what's up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like. I've done those before. I usually have. We don't to. do a lot of co-streamy thing in Bobberies, except when there's video game stuff. I just really into the VR thing, and yeah, we've been waiting years to find out what Apple's doing. So. Apple's really Apple's fine when you live when you co-stream their live streams. What they hate is when you archive them. So as soon as we're done with that, I will delete it because that's last time I got in huge trouble on Twitch for that. <laughs> really? I, got, I got a strike for it. Yep, it was stupid. Uh, I think it may have had more to do with the music Apple played during their event, and that's what got it. I don't know. Who knows? The copyright, yeah. dude. It's all left up. Let's move on to uh, a patron message of the week. Uh, I put it this part of the show because it just felt like the right place for it. So here we go. This is a question uh, or a statement slash question from Danny Danger in our uh, community. 
says newborn platinum core hound. Well, welcome to the platinum level of nice. our Patreon. Thank Love you so you much. Guys. Thank you. Do any of the core hosts invert their Y axis to aim? Uh, uh, I.e. push down to look up, push up to look down. Old school gamer here since Commodore 64. And uh, I have ever since you could look up and down with a mouse or a controller. I've done this. Am I just an alien? Thank you for the hours of entertainment. Go poop in a lake. Don't look at the, your meatloaf. Peace out, Danny Danger. <laughs> I love go poop in a lake as a sign off. For I do too, dude. Really I know. I, the, the, uh, yeah, I, I get it a lot, man. Yeah. Every time I leave the stream, everyone's like, oh, it's time for a shit. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's a permanent yeah. stain on your life. That's how it's going to go from here on out. Oh, I put you on my... Oh, it's not here. Oh, yeah, it is. Look. I, I, I started... I got a new water bottle, started adorning it. There's film sack. There's Kirby and pants. Uh-huh. There's Link. And there's Bo. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that cool? It's an iconic. It's an iconic work for sure. Oh yeah, it's stand there for the most iconic uh, depiction of me ever put to ink. <laughs> Somebody on Twitter said something really funny because I put up a video saying, "Is it weird that I put my own artwork stickers on my own water bottle? Is that weird? Like a Mary Sue kind of thing?" And the guy yeah. guy wrote back and he goes, "He says no, but what's weird is having one of them be a semi naked version of a friend you work with." <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. I didn't like it. It is kind of weird. Like, it is a little weird. Off. Yeah, it's a little weird. But um, imagine, anyway. like, I I was like, oh, I should return the favor, and I drew a picture of you, but it was like <laughs> Titanic style, like you were you were slung out of the couch, yeah, with just your shirt and your pants off, and you'd be like, I don't know about this guy. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's weird. It's a little bit weird. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, as far as this goes, I, I honestly I think it's different depending on the game. If I play, um, I'm trying to think of a game that I that I inverted on. Um, I think maybe mech games I invert camera stuff, but I but we're for if I'm flying a plane or a spaceship or something like in uh, uh, space or Everspace Two, I can't do inverted. Let's just. I feel I, like I, oh really? I have to invert controls for flying. Oh, I can't do it. Just can't do it. I'm trying to think how I really. Do it. So on. wait, do you invert by default? Hold on, let me think. For like a shooter. Oh no, you you're know what? Flying a ship. No, no, you push you're right. Up to aim the ship down. You're right. right? You're right. I but do if you're do playing that. a shooter, up looks up. You're right. If I look up, I'm, I have to have it in my hand to actually visualize this. So okay, so up with a plane that pushes my ship down. Yeah, I guess I do. But I, but the, those are the defaults, right? It's people that go switch it. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? What was that? I, don't I think we know. found the frog and frog pants. Everybody that came, came oh, from geez. way down. That was a, <laughs> I thought that was a, something in Diablo. I'm in the swamp right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. John's reaction deep. confirmed that that wasn't a sound effect. <laughs> so why does our brain work okay? Why? Uh, hmm, this is interesting. It's just habit. It's just habit. Like it's how okay. you wire it up a certain way and it's muscle memory. Because I'm going to say, inverting the Y-axis, even though it's never in the accessibility options, always feels like an accessibility option to me. Yeah. Because it's for people whose brain are wired that way, for whatever reason, whether it's Commodore, and it's not a lot of people, but it's enough people that it's in, like, all games, and Mm. I don't know why. Oh, here's another one. Both Mac and PC have a way to reverse scroll. So scrolling... Because you know how when you're on a phone, if you scroll down... It's moving the screen down. Mm-hmm. But if you're using a mouse to scroll down, it's scrolling up. 
So it flips it. So a lot of that, a lot of people like to change that default. I cannot do it on a computer that way. Well, yeah, it's because we didn't. Well, I don't want to make because there's always going to be that person that's like, I'm 72 years old and that's how I do it. But like to me, you know, we were doing a mouse for a long time before we were scrolling, doing touch screens. Yeah, that's true. But it, you never know. People look at it different, different ways. So, but, but yes, I've known people who invert, uh, but I don't. Uh, I can't I invert. Just, I need it when I'm in a, like, if it's not inverted when I'm in a, a flight type situation, uh, I wanted to say sim, but arcade flying games too. Um, I, I need to have it inverted for that. But if I'm just running around in a first person shooter, absolutely not. It feels like trying to learn Spanish in two minutes if you don't change it. Do you know what it I mean? goes back to, do you remember the first time you ever played on the N64 and you kind of didn't know how it worked? Yeah. So you were kind of garbage at controlling Mario. Mm-hmm. That's sure. how I feel if somebody inverts the controls and I play it. All of a sudden, my character just starts looking down and walking in a circle. I'm like, why am I so bad at this all of a sudden? Like, not a lot has changed. It shouldn't have this dramatic of an effect on me, but it, it completely does. Does it change if it's a mouse versus a controller? I'm trying to think if I played that same flight control. So on that, if I push up on the stick, the ship goes down. If I'm on a mouse and I push forward on that mouse, I think I... am looking at the back of a ship and I push up, I would expect the ship to nose down. I think that's right with me too. I I think. think. But here's the thing. If there was a reticle on the screen and I was controlling the reticle and the ship was just mirroring it, I probably would then do mouse up to go up. Yeah. There, that might be the exception. It's almost like it's a mental thing on, am I controlling the ship or am I controlling like a HUD element and the ship is going along with it? Right. Which might be why it's different in a mech for me because in like a mech warrior game where I'm in the cage, yeah. Something changes there. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Our brains are weird. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's part of why I'm going full controller across all of the, my instances of Diablo is I just don't want to, I don't want to brain fart every time I switch. Uh, okay. Well, there you go. Great question as always. Uh, keep those coming, patrons. You guys are awesome. We now have time for a little bit of correspondence. That's a good question. Oh. Yeah. We've been doing it for a few weeks. It. Uh, let's right, see. Sorry to react like it was the first time. No. I heard <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! No way! I'm in the middle of playing a game, so the energy's a little, you know. No, I got gotcha. you. I feel you. Hey, little, hey Scott, read the last line of this email before you read the full email and see if it makes you want to make a choice. Kristen, aka no, Kitty. Not, not the sign off, the line above it. Oh. Love the show, and as always, feel free to read this out loud in the weirdest voice you can find if you choose to do so. The weirdest voice? Yeah. Well, John can do good voices. You want to read it out in a voice? John, let's do a John voice. Give us something that yeah. isn't Grandma, that isn't Schwarzenegger, that isn't Martha, or Dear Martha. Give us something new. We want to hear a new new material from John and read this in that voice. Okay. Well, hello, everybody. Oh, well, gosh. here we go. I'm going to just got to find a voice. And, uh, yep, this is it. This is what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like it. Uh, all right, let me read this email for oh, you. Uh, pop back in time 10 years and tell your younger self that Diablo is about to overtake Warcraft as Blizzard is turning into Kermit the Frog. 
You got it. You got it. Warcraft as Blizzard's premier online RPG experience. What would your past self say? Uh It's changing every line. As someone who discovered the Blizzard game sphere around that time, Diablo has always felt like the red-headed stepchild to me. It's an interesting world we find ourselves living in. <laughs> Love the show, and as always, feel free to read this out in the weirdest voice you can find and choose to do so. Oh. Thanks, Christian, a.k.a. Uh. Kittigrew. Okay, well done. Hey, hang on. Can, is there, does an agent listen to this show? Can we get John an agent? And does he need that, an agent, you think? Can he work in a cartoon? Yeah, I mean, he's good. Yeah, I agree. He's got he, a great got range. on him, Scott. Like he's he's so good. I like, agree. His voice range stuff is some of the best. That's why if we ever do some like full, we get to animated core shit. John John's getting a heavy workload. That's what's happening. Here. I apologize uh, to people who are now requesting Kermit. Yeah, Maybe they may want we'll Kermit in general Kermit. every time. Oh yeah, Marvin the Martian. A little bit. I heard that. Uh, Nat in the chat said, "I agree with that." Uh, okay, so to answer this question. It depends on your perspective. I never saw Diablo as the Did redheaded stepchild. Did anybody follow that, or was everybody just focused on the voice? No, no, well, I followed it. Yeah, okay. I followed it pretty I good. I 10 years ago and be like, don't worry, dude, Blizzard 4 is going to be amazing. Or I mean, Diablo 4. I think that this is a weird perspective, because I've always... Diablo's always been my favorite thing Blizzard does, ever, since the beginning. That's what got me in. So I, I've loved Warcraft. I've loved Warcraft, World of Warcraft. I've loved Starcraft, all that stuff. But at the end of the day, Diablo was always what I was waiting for. So it's the opposite for me. It's not the redheaded stepchild. It's the good-looking, awesome one that got great grades and is going to marry the perfect girl and go on to college and then retire me. That's the kid. That's the kid Diablo is. So, so for me, it's the flip. I, if you would ask me ten years ago if it would, first of all, saying it's overtaking Warcraft as Blizzard's premier game yeah, online per, so. RPG experience, I don't think that's what they're doing. Yeah, I think it's having its day in the sun. I don't think it. I think World of Warcraft is the juggernaut. Yeah, but I don't uh, think it was ever a redheaded stepchild. I mean, if if Diablo was the juggernaut from from, we probably said stuff like that though because it feels like it's treated that way sometimes. Yeah, or its players are, you know, like. But I would say it'd be nice to go back in time and tell the old me like. First of all, Reaper of Souls is the last expansion pack, and they're not going to say shit, so, you know, get over it. Uh, and in 10 years, Diablo 4 will be a lot of fun, and you'll enjoy it. As jo- I love this. That's As Bo is now, here we are a week, or a two day, or sorry, a day into Diablo 4, and Bo has still got grievances about 3's. Uh, unannounced yeah, expansion. Yeah. No, I do too. Yeah, they should have just said that. Like at some point, even f- at five years after, like, yo, we're not making another X pack. Like, I just feel like they never really said it. Jason Schreer confirmed it in his article. They oh, yeah. never really. They said never really it. said I, it out loud. Yeah, I always just kind of hated that because it was like, you know, just say it, bro. It felt like there <laughs> needed to be another one. It felt unfulfilled. Like I, I a hundred percent agree. And as much as people are rightfully dunking on the overwatch uh announcement of no pve content i think it's better that they said something than just was like pve coming pve coming and then like hey guys here's overwatch 3 just ignoring Movie it right Halo I'm, I'm, again mm-hmm. you know maybe it's a bit petty you know but sometimes i don't, no, think, it's, I, I don't I think it's petty I, I actually agree with uh, it too but but i'll say this for me like diablo uh was the 
was the franchise that got me into Blizzard games. Same. So to me, Diablo has always been the more prestigious game because it was my gateway to it. Um, and has always like the thing that got me to play World of Warcraft was somebody saying, you'll like it. It's kind of like playing an MMO version of Diablo is what somebody described it to me as. Mm-hmm. And when I got in and started playing it and my little armor thing when my durability got low popped up and it looked like the Diablo icon that was, you know, whenever your armor got bad in Diablo, I was like, oh my gosh, this is like Diablo. <laughs> like that's that's what got me into it was the more Diablo it was like, the more excited I was about it. And it has always been, with the exception of Immortal, something I've been interested in every time they talk about it. I still remember waking up insanely early after Blizzard had been teasing an announcement, and in my heart, I was like, please let it be Diablo 3. Please let it be Diablo 3. Please let it be Diablo 3. But they were doing this cagey thing, and it looked like it was going to be like a, a Warcraft thing, because it looked like Wrath of the Lich King runes and stuff on yeah. the tease leading up to the announcement. Yeah. And then it was Diablo 3, and I remember just being so damn excited. And then I was like... Then I realized I hadn't slept the night before and I was up insanely early and I was just like, what have I done with my life? I just did this for a trailer. Like, what am I doing? Yeah. And, uh, but I just, I love, I love this particular franchise within their games more than any other. So, um, I, I can't speak for everyone, but I, to me, it was, it was never the redheaded stepchild to me. Obviously that was heroes of the storm. Um, Yeah absolutely got treated that uh, way. they certainly treated it that way yeah but yeah i don't um, think i don't think diablo was ever yeah step redheaded stepchild child status was not diablo's thing but i'm with john you speak for me as well 100 percent. it was my gateway it was the thing i loved the most it was the thing that i lamented the most when i first got into world of warcraft which i you know i came i came to uh, understand why it was different very quickly but initially, I was like, oh, this isn't enough like Diablo. Like, where's all the loot yeah. drops all the time? How come this stuff's not... Why am I not just going bam, bam, bam? Loot, loot, loot. Treasure, treasure, treasure. Like, it was a different dopamine hit. And I didn't... I had... It took me a little bit to get around to what that was. And now I'm fine with it. I get it. It's just... The MMO thing is a very different thing. But, man, Diablo will always be... It will always be my favorite series. Like, straight up, for real. I can't think of another game series I prefer over it. Yeah, and at this point, they've solidified that legacy four times. You know, yeah. I think they keep over, they keep too, they so. keep killing it. You know, I don't want to hear articles about how Diablo's failing. Yeah, well, you're going to hear things from whatever gets clicks. You'll hear that, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, well, you know, I'm happy that Path of Exile is a thing too. Don't get me wrong, but you know, yeah, Diablo's. Great. I am too. I'm excited for whatever they do next, too, because I like competition. Keep Blizzard on their toes and blah, 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 blah. Um, okay. Well, there's the end of that. Where are we now? That's, that's, uh, that's it for, for that email. Thank you for that. It's time for that, uh, um, uh, for that mashup. And, oh, real quick. So if you want to know how to send in your emails and your texts and all that stuff, you can do it real easy. Talk to the court. Gmail.com is the email way. Texting us at 801-471-0462. That's 801-410-HAMS. Just kidding. Don't do that. It won't work. 801-4710-462 is the number. You can leave a voicemail, too. That's fine. We'd be happy to play them here. Some of you are a little nervous and shy about that. I totally get it. However you want to send it is fine with us. So keep those coming. 
Time for the mashup. Jamie put this together. The title oh, is yeah, I'm Gamer Bathwater. And uh, it, uh, we did a vote. Right now I'm at 24%. Bo is at 55 and John 21. I voted for myself because I swear I remember saying this, but I could be Gamer wrong. Bathwater. I, I voted for Bo. I was pretty sure this was a was a bow riff i am i'm i, oh, yeah, I, I will not be surprised John. but i really i thought yeah. i was the only surefire no from this but mm, we'll see yeah i mean it's, it all depends on context that's the difficult part right you know? so we're gonna play it now i think both speaks uh, speaks speaks first <laughs> he speaks so we'll let him do that and we'll enjoy this enjoy i used a fish in a butthole and the problem with the fish in the butthole is that going in it's fine but it has scales so when you pull it out it rips everything out and don't have sex with a cat i'm telling you right now it's a bad idea Send these to 801-471-0462. Or, as I like to point out, it's 801-410-HAMS. Like the number 10. That somehow made me more confused about the phone number. You did not help. There's a guy on TikTok I follow who, every day, he reviews his morning pee. That's it. I think you need to be honest with the people and say you watch it because you're worried one day he's going to rename his channel to the morning stream and you're ready to pursue legal action if he does. But if you Wait, go to, if 10 you, hams? 10 that's, ha- yes. So you go 801, 4, those numbers all stay. And then the 71 spells 10. Oh, wait, that's not right. But then there's a 1-0 in there. You have made this way more confusing. That's how I am with Midnight Suns. I can't explain it either. It's on sale again, even. People, well, I will pull like, your gamer card if you don't pull mine. That game? <laughs> Deal? Wow. It's like a sleepover when I was seven. Just kidding. That's terrible. All right, moving on. <laughs> wow. You yeah. had very different sleepovers than me. <laughs> ten hams. What the hell does ten hams even mean? How is that simplifying it? Because people say ten hams all the time. Like, hey, what'd you have for Thanksgiving? Ten hams. Ten hams. You know how it is. Yeah, you know. You've heard the old term. And immediately, you're going to have to have anal sex with uh, Asmodan. Well, I mean, the good news is you'll have practice fighting the hordes of evil. Giving or receiving? Um, the bad news is if you're going down there with your double down, first thing you'll hear is fresh meat. Yeah. You'll have to deal with that guy. Oh, uh, but to answer Bo's question, giving or receiving, I think you should be forced to give Asmodan what like, he wants. He's a big dude. You could hang off Bo's of his Bo's looking rings. at him like a big beanbag. You think his nipple yeah, rings are yeah, far yeah. enough apart I could grab him like this? Just hanging off of Asmodan's yeah, nipples? Yeah, he's, he's really Really big, yeah. All right. yeah. You probably could play some Bionic Commando on his nipple ring. <laughs> what? What a you know, weird you go, <laughs> Okay, here we go. We got it. One eight hundred is ten gob. Nobody will forget that. Eight hundred one is ten nat. Eight hundred one is ten inch. Uh, <laughs> there you go. How about this one? Eight hundred one is ten goat. Why don't we drop the ten? <laughs> <laughs> Here's what's great about DMC. If your video card breaks, you can say the words "I can't run DMC" like the oh. rap, like the rap group. Uh-huh. I can't run DMC. Did you just have another child and you don't know it yet? Because that was. <laughs> Well, my daughter had one five months ago, and that puts me on a new level of, like, bad jokes. Anyway, continue. Oh, I got a boo in the chat. Oh, man. It it was bad, Scott. Tough crowd. It was a long walk to a not great joke. I don't know. Run DMC. My Adidas. You know? (laughs) Smaller indie developers that are very successful to say big giant or huge giant, big giant games? Big, huge, giant games. What are they called? They make Hades. (laughs) 
super, super giant, giant super giant games. <laughs> All right, yeah, I think chat room has decided, or live chat room has decided, we should send hams. They're gonna send well, some hams. Okay, well now we have our next contest. Uh, stay tuned. Next time Core gives something away, it's gonna be ten hams. Yeah, these are the regrets. Maybe hams could be our gamer bathwater, like what we do <laughs> as a product. Like we can sell hams. Core, that... core ten hams. <laughs> I, I will we'll only ha- sell ten hams at once. You no, no, but we get a lot we of will hams. up the price on it. I will sleep with them in my bed, uh-huh. and then I will send them, and they can have Bo's ham, Bo's Ew, core ham, gross. Bo's lake washed hams. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> what kind wow. of idea is that, Bo? Yeah. <laughs> what the heck was that about? That's some old stuff. I don't remember any of it, really, except the 10 ham stuff. The 10 hams has lived on. Yeah. For sure. I should do a uh, t-shirt or something with hams. Oh, someone in the chat said do a t- do a um uh 10 hams print. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it would be. You know what? I got to send art out. Maybe we'll do a 10 hams print for patron art next month. Actually a good idea. I've been looking for an idea. That's my idea. We're doing that. 10 hams. You got to figure well, out how to do it. It's not your idea. Or it's not my idea. I feel it's like it's idea. a prompt that could be multiple things. It could be. It could be many things. That's the problem with it. No one thinks of it as a phone number they need to call and leave a voicemail on it or a text or whatever. That's uh, a mess. Um, all I right. just picture it as a guy standing awkwardly, and you know the yellow font that says what the phone number is below? Yeah. And it's just a very convoluted 1-800-4-10 spelled out, <laughs> the number 10, hams. This yeah. is way too long, clearly. It is way too. That is 100% sure. Um, and uh, Jamie hadn't, didn't miss a beat, man guy rocks no that was a good one that made me yeah. laugh a lot yep that was great keep those up dude you're the best I missed them. thank you so much for making that i gotta figure fun. out a way to get him some scratch for that because i know how much work it is we gotta come up with something anyway yeah. guy rocks uh let's do some speaking of patrons let's, let's shout out some new ones we got a bunch of new ones this week i need a sound effect for them how about um i don't know what's this that's lame i don't have that okay <laughs> How about this? Try this level now. No. Well, that's actually not bad. Try this level now. That's all right. That's all right. Or maybe this. Oh, no, no, no. Don't do that. That's not good. Anyway, uh, there's your. We'll, we'll figure out something for you guys. But brand new patrons at patreon.com slash course show include Connor Farron, Nicholas Carl- Carlson, Steve Maines, or Mans, I guess, Joshua Pinansky. I think I got that right. I was wondering how that was going to come out. I yeah. could see a couple ways it could go wrong, and I was just curious if you were going to steer into it. Yeah, I did pause there for a reason, I guess. For somebody who has said <laughs> the word creamy peen with all seriousness. Yep. I didn't I know what it was. this could have gone interesting. Absolutely. Joshua Peen Askey. Uh, Smelton. Vanderson, <laughs> Vanderson 74. That's cool. Kent Beard. That's cool. Love that. Related to uh, uh, who was Frank Beard was the was the drummer for ZZ Top, and he was the only member of ZZ Top that didn't have a beard. Isn't that weird? His last name was Beard. It's pretty weird. The beard was in his name all along. Yeah, it was never it was never going to show. It was just going to be inside of him. Uh, let's Wait, see, what? Mikey Balls and Kevin Bice, uh, or Mickey Balls. I'm not sure. Kevin Probably Mikey. Balls? Yeah, I think it's Mikey. Mikey Balls. Anyway, you guys are all rad because you joined us this week. And, uh, I don't mean to laugh at patrons. people's last names, but like, man. I know. Balls. Is his last name really Balls? Well, it's B A L L Z. I don't think it's his last name. No. I think we're supposed to laugh at this one. I think oh, he's okay. dorking around. 
He's dorking around. But it's okay. We'll take you no matter what name you have at patreon.com slash core show. Dick and open a private industry or private investigator place. That's right. That's right. No commercials ever. Pre-show content every week. Monthly benefits, including an upcoming John host special for the month of June. Don't know what he's doing yet. Oh, that's right. That's this month. Yeah. Oh, Oh, I got to get my ducks in a row. Anytime this month you want to do it, we'll get a special one-off from John. Don't know what it is. Boy, I forgot it was my turn. But only patrons get it. Have we told the core listeners about Core Daily? Because not everyone is on YouTube. We have. We talked about last week a lot, but I'll do it again. Uh, Core Daily is happening daily, Monday through Friday. It's been two weeks now, and uh, it's been a blast to do these. Bo's thrown a couple of in, or a couple of them in. Uh, I've done a bunch of them. John will have something up his sleeve soon enough, but it's a great way to do little bite-sized stuff about stuff. And went up, went up today. If you I'm really enjoying the exercise, even though it's a bit of a challenge, it kind of came out of nowhere. Like, oh, but I, I'm like, eh. yeah. How do I talk about something for five minutes? And um, it's fun. It is fun, right? It's good. Uh, so go check my, it out. My issue is how do I talk about something for only five minutes? Yeah, that's the hard bit. I tried to do it for five today, and I did eight and a half. So yeah. I think if you keep it under ten is the goal. Maybe. Yeah, that's our goal. This, we just keep it right. short and sweet. It's just a nice little add-on. Um, you don't even have to be a patron to catch that. That happens every day. And it's also a separate audio feed, if you're an audio listener, that's up on the site. You can just go paste it into whatever player you're using. If you want just the audio version, we're doing that too every day. It goes up at the exact same time. So go check that out at frogpants.com slash core. Uh, and patreon.com slash core show is the place to support us. I think it's going to do it for us. Uh, we need grandma, though. Grandma's going to saddle up to the counter with her little list she's been making. She's piddling away over there in her chair and uh, tell everybody what we played today. So grandma, take it away. Well, despite the fact that you might think they only played Diablo 4, the boys did play other games. But yes, Diablo 4 got talked about a lot. And if you didn't remember that, then you've got bigger problems than me. But the other games that Scott played was Batboy. It's it's the Shovel Knight game, but they replaced the shovel with a bat. (laughs) And they replaced the knight with a boy. He also played the Miasma Chronicles, which he was maybe into, like 50%. 50. So if you if you heard him talk kind of interestedly about a game and said, well, I want to be all the way interested in that, that's it. The Miasma Chronicles. <laughs> uh, he also played a little bit of Speed Freaks, Bolt Gun, and Halls of Torment. Uh, John continues to watch people wrestle. He calls it playing a game. (laughs) And he played the Amber Nick that people bought for him, so maybe he'll shut up about people never buying him stuff. And he's been playing Castlevania Aria of Sorrow on it. Wow. And Bo played Diablo 4 on the show. Yeah. And Bolt Gun. Yeah. Oh, and that other one, Amaranth. He also... Am I playing Amaranth? You might be saying, what the hell was that game that they talked about the title for longer than he talked about the game? It was Alaloth. If you're going to name your game, it better be pronounceable. If people can't say it, if every time you say, I'm making a game, and they say, what game are you making? And you say, Alaloth, and they go, what? Can you spell it? Change your title. If you can't say it, you can't play it. That's what I say. All right. Okay, that's it for the show. Thank you all for listening. Thanks for being here. We'll be back again next time with more 
And uh, check us out on Monday with Core Daily. We, oh, I never told people where to find that. You can go to uh, youtube.com slash Scott Johnson. It's also linked on the uh, the Core page. So go check that out. It's right here where we do live shows as well. If you want to be here live, we do it on Thursdays most weeks at 5 p.m. Mountain Time. All Thursdays where there's not a Diablo 4 launch, you can count on a show. Okay? For the most part. That's going to do it for us. For me, for John, for Bo. We'll see you next time. If you like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. I saved you in the mountains. Oh, hello, Wolfie boy. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com covered. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 35 I said it. I'm so excited to be coming along on this journey. I am so excited to have you. So listen to Forever 35 wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.